0: Coming to you live from Stuart, Florida, the greatest little down in the world, it's the award-winning, critically acclaimed Get Up and Go Show on AM 1450 WSTU. You're invited to call the show anytime at 772-220-9788. And now, broadcasting live from the Palatio Studios, here are your hosts. Evan and Bonnie. And the top of the morning to you and yours on this Thursday,
1: October 28,
2: 2021.
1: I'm glad you're that happy this morning. Well, yeah. Well, wow, you're really, really happy. Concentrate! I always concentrate. My co-host always concentrates. We all concentrate. We all scream. You scream for ice cream. It's 6.07, Mr. Clock, would you certify the time?
3: It's now 6.07 a.m. And
1: I could go for a good, thick, hearty bowl of chocolate ice cream right now, doused in strawberries, little whipped cream, and a cherry on top. The ultimate breakfast item.
4: You know what might make it breakfast, more breakfast-like, Evan, is mm. if you put a little bit of, maybe a little bit of French toast in the ice cream. Some mm. French toast wedgies to mm. go with.
1: That, you know, that's not a bad idea. I might have to try that sometime.
4: You know, I made uh, French toast about a few weeks ago, and mm-hmm. I forgot you know, just how delicious French toast
1: was. Did you do it from scratch, or did you cheat and get the frozen and stick it in the toaster? I
4: think I, no, I did it from scratch. Did you? you know, where you mix up the egg, you okay. mix up a little bit of sh- cinnamon, and okay. cinnamon's got to be in there, a little okay. bit of sugar, okay. and uh, maybe some milk. Mix okay. that all up, and then, you know, we Some people used to call it egg toast, too, because oh. then you're you're dipping your fresh bread this into is true. the eggs.
1: This is true.
4: But it comes so good when you fry it up on the stove.
1: Now, do you put the white powdered sugar on your French toast after it's all done?
4: I didn't put... You know, I didn't even think of putting the white powdered mm-hmm. sugar on. It That's just like looked, the topping. It is. It just looked so amazing. And I do have the powdered sugar in the pantry. I mm-hmm. just forgot to put it on. Mm. I was too... Entranced into okay. the making of it and how good it looked, that I was ready and prepared to
1: serve it. Now, here's a question for you. Don't know if you would know this or not, and I just learned this recently a little while ago. Do you know why people put milk in their scrambled eggs before they cook them? As you're scrambling the eggs in the bowl.
4: I think it would make the eggs more fluffy. Tend exactly. to uh, make them fluffier. Yes,
1: ma'am. You are 100% right.
4: And that's why with the uh, country club eggs that we make, too, we mm-hmm. mix that. Oh, we don't even mix that with milk. We use heavy cream. Oh, jeez. Yeah, heavy cream mixed in the country club that's eggs. That's over fluff. <laughs> <laughs> but when I brought them here to the studio, you kind of liked them. They've oh yeah, they been, were good. You got to make them right. Put the breading in and the they cheese. They were good. Cheesy were, and tasty. They and were very, very good. You could use sausage or bacon if you like ham. Yeah. I I like a Western style mm-hmm. one with the Western style omelets with the mm-hmm. um, ham and the cheese mm-hmm. and the red and green pepper. Mm-hmm. To, I think Hardee's used to make a Western style biscuit mm. that I loved. Mm. It was a, a Western-style breakfast sandwich okay. with uh, the ham and cheese and and the peppers.
1: Mm-hmm. So tell me if this means anything to you, what I'm about to say to you, okay? Two sleeps and a wake-up.
4: Two sleeps and a wake-up.
1: Yeah, think about that for a minute. It's, Two sleeps and a wake-up. It up. sounds
4: like something to do with technology, like maybe when the computer goes to sleep mm-hmm. and then you reboot it and it's waking up. Something to do with that.
1: Mm, it has to do with you. Really? Yes. Strictly, this only applies to you.
4: I don't know why.
1: Two sleep. Think about it for a minute. Two sleeps and a wake-up.
4: Probably because I work a split shift and sometimes I have two sleeps, whether it's, it's overnight and in between the shift during the day.
1: Tonight you go to sleep. Friday you go to sleep. And Saturday you wake up. Yeah. And what does that ha- what happens?
4: Um, and then vacation, vacation time. Two
1: sleeps and a wake up.
4: Amen. There you go. <laughs> you know, I think I'm I gonna, thought gonna, of
1: that this morning. I'm going to
4: go you. on a little run too Saturday morning okay. because I'm I'm mostly packed. I tried all of my attire on yesterday.
1: Oh, well, were you modeling? Got
4: my closet situated. <laughs> you
1: were a fashionista yesterday. I
4: modeled because our internet was still out at this time uh-huh. yesterday. We got our internet back up and running at 8 o'clock last night. Okay. We were part of the hood of the neighborhood where <laughs> where where we got a knock on the door from Brian from AT&T. Yeah. So he had to uh, do a walkthrough of our yard mm-hmm. and mark the yard. Mm-hmm. And uh, all up and down the street, A&T, mm-hmm. AT&T were out there with their trucks and they mm. were putting uh, filters in around the block. Okay. But whatever they did, it's uh, shiny and new to us because it seems like we have a faster speed all that
1: matters is you're back up and running
4: it's sweet and gary was so happy last night when he got the home page of our hulu mm.
1: and <laughs> you know oh that's right because you guys don't have wow i forgot about that you guys don't have cable tv you have the at and no yeah you have do you have a um we you just, have a smart tv yeah. and it works off the internet and without internet you can't get hulu <laughs> and anything else that you want to watch.
4: That's right. We only Ooh. use the AT&T for our internet and the rest is streamed, of course, through internet. That's crippling. That's
1: crippling.
4: It wasn't, you know, it it made me get a lot of things done yesterday. Yeah. I went the entire day without being able to listen to Alexa music, watch mm-hmm. any kind of TV, have any kind of sound in my house except for when I put my phone on. Yeah. I uh, downloaded a couple of YouTube songs. Okay. But it was kind of like nice to just get away from technology and get things done around the house, and I, I think I got more done.
1: I'd put a gun to my head <laughs> if I didn't have internet. I I, think
4: you could do it.
1: Yeah. Well, I'll put a gun to my head? No,
4: you, <laughs> could, you, could, you could be a day without it.
1: Oh, okay. Hi, good morning. You're on the air.
5: Is it Buenos Dias or good morning and stewards now? I can never keep track of that.
1: Well, let me see here. Uh, you know, I don't know. I don't know if it's Buenos Dias or... Hola, que pasa, or whatever it may be. But who do I have the pleasure of talking to this morning?
5: Well, this is Tom, and I'll just say good morning. My question is this: interesting, you guys are talking about the internet. My wife and I, we don't, we don't have the cable anymore. It's all 100% streaming. Right. My number one go-to is YouTube. Just love it, love it. But anyway. Oh,
6: you know what? You for have- the first time ever. Yeah.
5: My wife and I, in October, we've reached our data cap for Comcast, which is like a terabyte, 1.2 terabytes. Right. And that's a god-awful lot of, of streaming right there, my goodness. Yeah. Has that ever happened to one of you
7: or anybody
5: else, for that matter? I'm just trying to think, of, am I the only one that's pulled 1.2 terabytes at a residential
1: home? Wow, that's a, that's a lot of... Man, that's a lot of streaming. Now, I have gotten a message. I've gotten a message on Comcast slash Xfinity that you're nearing your data cap. But we have Comcast for TV, and we only use. I guess because of the mass amounts of things that I need to download for my uh, internet radio station that I have. I guess I I I come close every month to hitting my cap. I don't know about you, Bonnie.
4: Um, yeah, we, we're good. We, we've never experienced that kind of situation, but I've heard,
1: I've heard your issue before with other people I have talked to that stream and they don't have cable and they reach that platform because man, when you're streaming TV, that's that's like sucking the life out of somebody.
4: We've had to reboot especially with Hulu where we had so many apps up that we had to get rid of some apps too and kind of clean out the system. We would be watching something on Hulu and then the show stops in mid-show and then you got to rewind it and go back and rewatch and that was just Sounds
5: like your TV is older because I've got two TVs, one in the front room, one in the bedroom. The newer TV, no issues. Now the older TV, it does do that once in a while, and mm-hmm. you just got to shut it down.
1: Yeah. And
5: it, something about I I have to I have to think it has to do with the catch, like the memory catch of the TV. Hey, but, um, yeah,
2: there, there might.
4: There might be something to that because our clear TV cash out. our TV out in the living room is uh, slower and it's an older TV where the TV Yeah, yeah, that's when we called Hulu. That's what yeah, they Yeah, it's like uh, a computer, you have to clear the
1: cash clearing
4: out. that cache. But, you know, you're similar to my better half Tom because he said that he said he wouldn't mind dropping everything else just keep YouTube. That's how much he loves uh
5: well I'm gonna I'm gonna give you some some sad news right now and this is for everybody else out there in the great county of Martin. Roku, which is the number one streamer, they're dropping YouTube. They're they're in a little bit of a battle. And if you have YouTube already on your Roku, you'll have it till the end of the year. YouTube will still support an update, but you go and buy a new device Today or for Christmas, you will not have it unless if by God's grace a miracles worked out, you're not gonna get YouTube on
8: Roku.
4: Well that is sad. That that's sad. but but the the Roku T V now that I already have, I will still get YouTube at the end of the year because it's not but you'll a
5: you'll lose it at the end of the year, correct.
4: it'll it'll be lost at the end of the year? You
5: will no longer be on your Roku TV.
4: Oh, and then how do we? How can we re-get that? Do you know?
5: You're going to go buy yourself the Google streaming, like Roku has the little boxes. This is a little pellet that plugs right in the back of your TV, yeah. and that's what you'll do. Between okay. the two streamers, both of them are very good. I, Roku was out first, so I've always been with Roku. But I know people who have it. It's not Google. It's Oh, I know it's called Chrome. Google Chrome for your TV, wow. and that one, it's equally as good, so uh, that's how you're going to get YouTube, or stream it off your phone and mirror, mirror it on your TV.
4: And you're saying the end of the year, I'm thinking of it like it's uh, centuries away, it, that's only a couple of months yeah. A couple months from now. So
1: what you're saying is YouTube is not going to be available anymore on smart TVs? On Roku, uh, on, on, Roku, Roku. on Roku, okay. Yeah. But other smart TVs, it'll still work.
5: Um, that's a good question. Yeah, my, actually my Samsung TV has it too, and it's not Google or it's not, uh, and so yeah, good, but Roku, no, if it's Roku, it will not be on there.
1: Wow. Very interesting. Very interesting. All right. So listen,
5: I love you guys' show. Good morning to you and, uh, keep up the good work. Enjoy thanks. your vacation, Bonnie. Thank
4: you much, Tom. Hey, thanks Tom,
1: for thanks calling. Hey, Tom, thanks for calling in, buddy. Have a great day and uh, safe travels. Yeah. All right. Um, what a nice call. You
4: know, and that was a fair warning for us because there was there's going to be some yelling going on around the Bonnie household. Oh, boy. And, <laughs> without that YouTube all of a sudden. Oh, boy. So Tom definitely uh, told us some news, news that I didn't know about. I don't know if you knew about, Evan. But, wow. Uh, thanks, Tom, thanks for fair warning.
1: Wow. wow. Unbelievable. Something, something
4: that we can get ready for and look into and say, yeah, huh. we clearly got to have our YouTube. Because oh my! The, the thing about YouTube too is, that, Evan, is you can look up anything under the sun that piques your interest. You know, you can go on a search and you can think of something that you might be interested in, any kind of part of history that you want to look at or uh-huh. or find out. Pretty much, you you type it in that search and you can find it here that's why uh, we're we're just finding youtube to be so excellent
1: uh a lot of people watch youtube nowadays they watch live tv on youtube which is really amazing
4: and sometimes oh oh, we (laughs) now this is like really outdating okay so we like to go back in time and find episodes which i like i like more than he does but episodes of the love boat right because it's fun to watch to see what celebrity way way back when came on the love boat with um, their own cast of characters Of course you like to see mm-hmm. But it's fun to go back and see those celebrities And look to see how they used to be And of course when you get a Rerun of that on uh, YouTube you're not always going to have The best quality of picture yeah. But it, but at least I don't know It's just like there's so many things at least you can find it
1: Which makes it so interesting Yeah it definitely does uh, Time now <laughs> 620 it's news time so without further ado we're going to go right to the news desk and bonnie is standing by with the morning headlines good morning bonnie
4: good morning evan pressure is mounting for florida surgeon general joe ladapo to step down even so the governor's office is not flinching wptv's capital reporter forrest saunders with the story
9: Surgeon General Lattipo is now facing a crescendo of high-ranking Democrats wanting him gone. The state's party chair, the ag commissioner, and now...
10: I am calling on Governor Ron DeSantis to pull back this nomination.
9: U.S. Rep Charlie Crist, the 2022 candidate for governor, calling Ladipo's masking rebuff with Senator Tina Polsky, a cancer patient, inappropriate.
10: Why not adhere to the simple, decent request to wear a mask in her presence,
9: the doctors defended himself, saying in a statement he offered alternatives, like meeting outside or staying in the hallway, and that masks prevent him from communicating, quote, clearly and effectively. I, I don't understand how we have a Surgeon General who does not believe in masks. Senator Chevron Jones not buying it, saying if Latipo isn't withdrawn, he'll vote against confirmation expected next year. Senate Democrats also meeting in November to discuss united opposition.
11: I don't think he's qualified to be the Surgeon General. I'm sure there are other more qualified individuals.
9: But even with the full support of the caucus, it'll be tough to stop Latipo. The GOP controls the upper chamber and is likely to back DeSantis' nominee. Even if they don't, under Florida law, Ladapo could still serve for two years, so it really comes down to the governor. It's unfortunate the situation
2: unfolded like it did.
9: And is LT telling us the administration is standing firm.
12: Unfortunately, we'll just chalk it up to a difference of opinion, Um, but uh, of course, the, the, the governor stands behind his choice for Surgeon General.
4: Ladapo has been under fire because of his refusal to wear a mask in the office of a state senator undergoing treatment for breast cancer. Martin County tax collectors' offices remain closed for the eighth day in a row. WPTV's Megan McRoberts with more on the story.
13: Another day and more customers of the Martin County tax collector's office are turned away. A sign says the office continues to deal with network issues, but the attorney general's office tells us there are security issues, though no one is saying whether personal info has been jeopardized. My husband, who's was in the blue shirt there. He has been going since the 18th, Monday the 18th. Jill Mealy headed north to St. Lucie County. The tax collector there has been trying to help Martin County residents access critical services.
14: We've helped thousands. We think we're somewhere around 200, 250 customers per day that are coming in from Martin County.
13: St. Lucie County tax collector Chris Kraft says he also hasn't had much communication from Martin County tax collector Ruth Pietruszewski.
14: I have no idea what's happened. All I know is their system is down and we're doing everything we can to help.
13: And it wasn't Pietruszewski who first told Kraft what was going on.
14: We found out through a constituent of Martin County that their office was closed.
13: But he contacted her offering to help Martin County residents like Jill. We're actually selling our boat. We're moving out of state and we couldn't find the title. Or a dealership owner, Ahmed Savasir.
15: Yeah, tax, registrations, titles, you know, that's what we are trying to get.
13: Already delayed in getting people into new cars.
15: You have to tell people that it's going to be, there is a delay for. We don't know how long.
13: Kraft expects the workload to get tougher to manage. Wednesday, Pietruszewski pulled the 14 employees she sent to help in St. Lucie back to Martin County for systems testing, according to Kraft. He's asking Martin and St. Lucie County residents to be patient.
14: We're going to have to bite the bullet here for a couple days, but obviously my priority is with the St. Lucie County residents, and we're doing everything we can to help the Martin County residents.
13: All during a critical time. Kraft says the height of tax season begins next week.
14: Monday? All hell breaks loose for tax collectors across the state uh, because all the tax bills will actually probably go out in the mail this weekend.
13: Megan McRoberts, WPTV News Channel 5.
4: After the Parkland school shooting in 2018, the state commission recommended that law enforcement and school districts communicate better with families during emergency situations. Here's WPTV's Ryan Hughes.
16: Get your badges ready. Make sure you swipe your badge and have a seat.
17: Fourth graders at Citrus Grove Elementary in Palm City stepping onto the school bus and swiping their student badge. Hey, get your on. The class is participating in an evacuation drill in case there is ever a crisis on campus.
16: This is something new. It's not out there. The first time we're testing it. The Martin County School District giving WPTV
17: a first look at cutting-edge technology being used to help reunite students with their parents in an emergency situation.
16: But the way this system differs from every other system, it starts off at the actual evacuation site. Frank Frangella,
17: the district safety and security director, helped build the new reunification system with the company Reaxium. Technology through iPads is already being used to help track bus riders. Very good. But now there's another layer. Students will first swipe their badge when they get on the school bus.
16: We can pull that emergency contact information in real time. Send out a a message to the parents and guardians saying your child is on the bus and headed to this location.
17: The district will then use the iPads to send an automatic alert directly to parents telling them exactly where they can pick up their child.
6: It's the idea that by integrating these technologies, they have a bird's eye view of what's going on and can better communicate to families maybe the right next steps.
17: The goal is to reunite families faster, cut down on the confusion and chaos, and prevent parents from immediately showing up at school if an emergency is happening.
16: So we want to make sure that we have everybody accounted for in the quickest time possible.
17: So the next step training will begin for all administrators, and the district is looking to use this technology right away. In Martin County, Ryan Hughes, WPTV. News Channel 5.
4: And lastly, Florida's COVID-19 cases are decreasing. Yesterday, the CDC reported just over 1,800 new COVID-19 cases in the state. No new deaths were added to that report. The Houston Astros bounce back in Game 2 of the World Series. They beat the Atlanta Braves 7-2. to The Astros' bats woke up in Game 2 with a big second inning, and the series is now tied at one apiece and moves to Atlanta on Friday night, where the first pitch is at 8.09 p.m. News time at 6.27. We'll have weather and traffic together next.
1: On the Get Up and Go show with Evan and Bonnie, it's time for traffic and weather together. Bonnie's got the first look outside the doors. What's going on?
4: Well, Evan, we don't see any problems right now on our highways. Things are looking clear up and down US-1 on our major highways. Everything nicely up to speed this morning. And there's your latest look at traffic. 71 in Stewart and in Orange Beach, Alabama. It's a partly cloudy 73. Here's more on the forecast at WPTV.
18: Today's forecast, increasing clouds and the chance for some strong to even severe thunderstorms later on this afternoon through the overnight hours as a very strong cold front moves on through. High temperatures near records into the upper 80s, a lot of humidity too. Tomorrow morning, shower, then clearing out, turning very windy. Highs in the mid-80s and then cooler over the weekend. I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist James Wheeland on WSTU AM 1450. Martin County's Heritage Station.
7: The Air Show is back. November 12th through fourteen at Martin County Airport. Bring the family to see the aerobatic Red Bull helicopter. And the fastest semi-truck in the world racing a plane. Hear the sound of freedom when our military jets fly by. Be sure to check out their Twilight Show and the Dirty Flight Suit Party November 12th. See spectacular pyrotechnic displays. And enjoy live entertainment on the ground. The Stewart Air Show is back. is
19: back. Tickets and show information at StuartAirShow.com.
1: Do you use catering services for client seminars and other marketing activities? Do you sometimes have working lunches? Ellie's Downtown Deli has great fresh food and first-class presentation. Do you know how important it is to make a great impression? Well, you'll make that great impression with chef-prepared business catering from Ellie's Downtown Deli. From simple lunchbox drop-offs to buffet setup and breakdown, you'll always enjoy tasty cuisine tastefully presented. And with Ellie's Downtown Deli, going first class for them is second to none. So why not enjoy lunch right outside on their patio area?
7: This is Chef Mark Muller of Ellie's
1: Downtown Deli. Drop on by or give us a call to find out why our business catering means business for your business. Ellie's Downtown Deli, located at 18 Southeast 6th Street in Stewart, just off Colorado Avenue. Call 772 781 6605 or visit elliesdowntowndelhi.com.
20: Do you have a suggestion for the show? Send us an email wstumorningshow at gmail.com. And now let's get back to the get up and go show. Here's Evan and Bonnie. Welcome.
21: How may I help you today? Yeah, I called my girlfriend. Oh, yes, you're the one with the girlfriend curse. Wow. $50, please. Oh, this is not good. My crystal ball is very cloudy. Another 20 bucks should clear it up. Ah, yes, now I see. Your girlfriend. She's blonde. No. Brunette. No. I mean redhead. Yeah. Redhead, yes, like the fire of devil. Yeah, that's her. Okay, good news. It takes only 100 things to remove curse. Oh, no. No, it's it's easy. It's like a hundred more bucks. Wait, what? I, 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 curse! Removed! Come back next week. I think an evil Halloween pumpkin put a price on your head. I don't think so. Be safe out there. Be safe.
1: Yeah, she's got a racket going on, doesn't uh-huh. she?
4: You know what? That just made me want to watch for this Halloween. What? I think um, I would like to see the movie Ghost again
1: mm-hmm.
4: with Whoopi Goldberg. And when uh, she's in the room with uh, the wife of Patrick Swayze, and Patrick Swayze is now uh. deceased, and and she was that she played that medium so well. Mm-hmm. It kind of makes me want to go back and see that now. That had a funny kind of uh, energy to that movie. That was a
1: really good uh, good movie uh, when it was out. Uh, definitely, I remember it was like a box office smash. And, yeah. And um, you know, there was a song that just went like viral um, when the movie came out. I think it was this song, right?
4: Yeah, yeah, it was Evan. Wow. That really just brought that song back.
1: Yeah, it did. Getting the
4: charts and everything with that one. Yeah. Yeah, it's very
1: popular nowadays, too. All right, I gotta stop and playing all it so I don't young, get in trouble.
4: All of the young, brand new lovers wanted to go out and get uh, clay pottery and start making clay pots.
22: Yeah, <laughs> for <laughs> with sure.
4: A uh, nice love scene with uh, Patrick Swayze and oh, it was Demi Moore who played mm. um, that that hot hot love scene when they were making the clay pots.
1: Yes, uh, speaking of uh, hot love scene, we have some hot viral videos right yeah. now. I've got two this morning that I found. The first is a Hooters waitress named Kirsten Songer. She posted a video showing the good and the not so good tips that she made in one week working at Hooters. Now this was last summer but it's making the rounds right now. Her best day was on a Sunday when she worked 10.30am to 5.30pm And a not-so-good day was on a Wednesday, working from 10.30 a.m. to 2.30. Looks like she got that Sunday
12: football crowd, possibly, that that was tipping her well.
1: Well, here, listen.
12: Okay, I haven't made one of these videos in a little while, but this is how much I make in a week at Hooters. This is a really good week to show because I had some really great shifts and then some not-so-hot shifts. but Sunday morning I bartended, I worked ten thirty to five thirty and I made four hundred and eight dollars. Monday Not I worked bad. a double. So from ten thirty to about five thirty, I made three hundred dollars. Um, but then from five thirty to midnight I made fifty bucks. Uh, Tuesday morning I worked ten thirty to four thirty again and I made about one ninety. Uh Wednesday morning I worked ten thirty to two thirty and I made fifty bucks. Friday morning, I shopped for the Hooters calendar, so I got our promotional pay of ten dollars an hour, so I made about fifty bucks then. And then today, I just worked ten thirty to five thirty. I made two hundred and sixty dollars. A guy at the bar just handed me sixty dollars for talking to him today, which is really nice. Um, Yeah, that's my tips on top of my two dollars and thirteen cents I get an hour.
1: So she made if you and I was adding all this up in my head, she made eleven hundred and fifty dollars in the course of five days
4: of just one week of one week yeah
1: that's not some bad money
4: and you know sometimes with tips you could find it to be a hit or miss mm-hmm. and it sounds like she was hitting more than missing mm-hmm. i found if i heard a few in there at fifty dollars yeah. but uh, when i heard of two hundred dollars and uh, maybe over 300 in the matter of a course of what a a four or five hour shift may maybe.
1: Now she was banking good. Her handle on TikTok on TikTok is called the Flat Hooters Girl.
4: The flat. The flat Hooters flat. Why does Girl. she have flat hair?
1: Think about it.
4: Her flat feet, maybe.
1: No, right here.
4: <laughs> why it, it looks like you're going to pledge allegiance to the flag. <laughs> <laughs> We we need an American flag up in here, don't we? We
1: do. But she uh, and I I just. I wonder if she's
4: flatter than you right there.
1: uh, I I don't know. I don't need (laughs) to wear something to hold me up here. But she has another video that just popped up, and I'm I'm gonna play it just out of curiosity, okay? But I'm going to do something I've never done here before, okay? Let me hit this and let me hit this, okay? So now I just put the I just put the delay on okay, okay, so this way, if something is bad, I can dump it's building itself right now. You can dump before yeah, it I actually hits the, yeah, um, I can dump the radio it before signal it, yeah, I can dump it before it hits the airwaves. so I just want to wait for this little line to go over you know just a little bit more. there it goes. okay, so with that said, now I have the delay on, so okay. now I can dump. Because so, you
4: don't really know. You didn't I don't preview know. this one. I didn't one.
1: preview this one.
4: And this is her again?
1: Yeah, this is her again, and it says bra tutorial.
4: Talking about those flat iron pancakes?
1: <laughs> yes, or something. Here, listen. Oh, jeez, Now it's not going to go up. All right. Here All we...
12: right. Hey, everyone. Here we finally go. Here's my second tutorial on how I stuff my bra for work. And to start, like, I am as flat as I say I am. Like, there is nothing here. I have the chest of a teenage boy. <laughs> and for everyone asking what bra I use, it's a bra on Amazon that adds two cups. Like, it's really padded. It's supposed to be like the bombshell. It's not quite as good, but it's half the price. This is with the bra. I switched to a white uniform because I have to wear white today. And I only wore the black one, so I didn't show <laughs> my Her little nipples. tutorials nipple. are um, hilarious. It's, it's like a little speed bump here, but, like, it's still speed not cleavage. The it. next thing I do is I take these little sticky boobs and I stuff them into my bra. <laughs> (laughs) And that's honestly what does the most work. Like, I mean, look, there's a little wine here now and everything, and I I probably
1: have some (laughs) booze. Okay, so the fact that she said there's a little speed bump here,
4: (laughs) you know, she said she tips so she gets awesome tips. It sounds like, so I think to me it sounds Evan like her personality outweighs the, um, you know, what people might go at to Hooters to take a look for. Yeah. I think her personality trumps.
1: trumps. Yeah, definitely. So anyway, okay, so I took the delay off, so we're back to normal. Everything
4: sounded okay there, though. Well, it did. It sounded okay. Well, you
1: couldn't tell. I I just wanted to make sure if there was anything inappropriate, I could hit this little dump button (laughs) Uh, right here, and then it wouldn't go out over the air. She
4: was a sweetie, and she kept it clean. She
1: did. She did. She did a good job. So here's another viral video, and this is perfect for Halloween, Bonnie. Um, it's a little girl who absolutely loves Michael Myers. Uh, you know who that is.
4: Yeah, there That's was the a guy from Halloween. Little girl in a video with Michael Myers. Mm-hmm. Wasn't her dad dressed as Michael right. or some sort of thing? So and...
1: there's a little four year old boy now who loves Michael Myers, and the mom is filming him as he's standing out in the middle of a field. And somebody in a Michael Myers costume comes creeping out from behind the bush. It
4: must be his daddy, I'm guessing. Listen.
1: There he is. Mom's <laughs> laughing. I'd be freaked out. The guy's like raising a knife. Uh
4: huh. The kid doesn't see him yet,
1: though. No, kid doesn't see hey, him Corbin.
4: yet.
23: Hey, Corbin. Who is that?
1: Corbin is look a little over, boy. Look by you. Corbin, the touches him with the knife and he looks oh, gosh. and he doesn't run he's just looking and he throws his arms out to give him a hug you wow
4: know, to me that little boy should have been more freaked out to me that one Is that looks, your looks a little staged doesn't it like I think the boy knew he was coming. It just looks uh, pre kind of yeah. stage to me. The boy should have been a little bit more scared, as you or I would be uh, with someone in a Michael Myers mask. If somebody white-
1: came out of the woods and had a knife and was dressed as Michael Myers, as as the, the Myers guy, the guy from Halloween, I would be pulling my gun out. As fast as I could. You'd be running
4: like for your either well, that or I running for no, your I life. No, I wouldn't
1: be running. I'd be pointing at him. But what if you didn't have a gun? Well, if I didn't, I'd be running.
4: <laughs> I don't know. You're pretty big. You might want to fight him. But Michael Myers can be pretty big and mean.
1: This is true. Evan,
4: I read some cool trivia about Halloween. Tell me, In please. the movie. You know when he heard the uh, knife slashing, the knife slashes in people from Michael Myers during the movie? Right. You know what sound effect they were really using? What? What? Real knives slashing them into watermelons. Really? I guess they uh, used that as a sound effect to make it sound really realistic.
1: No kidding. Some
4: fun, fascinating trivia for you. Wait a
1: minute. What what were they doing again?
4: Knives, uh, slashing knives into watermelons. Uh Uh-huh. So real knives were being slashed into a watermelon.
1: And that's how they make that sound. To
4: get the sound effect of the uh, knife uh, slashing into one's flesh, I guess. Wow.
1: Okay. Very, very, okay. Uh, very, very
4: uh, morbid, <laughs> right?
1: That's okay. Listen, it's it's tomorrow. We're going to be playing some Halloween music during the program. Ah, yeah. So, um, you know, anything's possible around here. Oh, I mean, who gosh. knows? Maybe somebody will walk in the front door.
4: Michael Myers. You
1: never know. Could
4: you imagine?
1: Maybe Brian Bosio will dress up <laughs> in a pol- as a policeman. <laughs> Could you imagine that? Him oh. dressing up as a cop? Oh, wait, he is a cop.
4: <laughs> we might be spooked because we haven't seen Brian in a while. So it yeah. might be a spooky occasion, just him coming in. We yeah. would be so surprised. This is
1: true. Maybe he'll uh, surprise us and I, hang out with us for a little bit. It I'll would have to text be nice. him. Yeah. I'll have to text him. Ask him if he can come by and just hang out with for us. For sure. For shizzle, as they say. It is 643 on the Get Up and Go Show with Evan Abani. It's time for news once again. It's all brought to you. By St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin. For the best deals in town, go see Hawk Levy at St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin. Here's Bonnie with the headlines. Good morning, Bonnie.
4: Good morning, Evan. Some of Florida's top Democrats are calling on the state Senate to reject the nomination of Dr. Joseph Ladapo as Surgeon General. Congressman and candidate for Governor Charlie Crist points out that Ladapo has only been in office for two months.
10: But it took him no time to make clear that his appointment to the office of Surgeon General was a political appointment aimed at, above all, serving Governor DeSantis and his political agenda, not the people of Florida.
4: Ladapo has been under fire because of his refusal to wear a mask in the office of a state senator undergoing treatment for breast cancer. The Martin County School District could soon implement a new kind of kiosk on school campuses aimed at improving school safety. WPTV's Derek Lowe with the
24: story. It's a move that Martin County schools say has not been done before. The district is looking to pilot a new safety kiosk for first responders at no charge. Every school
12: should get it. Every school, it doesn't matter what age group, what age division.
24: If approved by the board next month, each of the 26 campuses would receive the kiosk, loaded with belts capable of treating
16: as many as 10 people. So inside the pack, we have um, tourniquets, quick clots, bandages, everything you would need to to render aid to to somebody who's hurt.
24: Frank Frangella, the district security director, says in the event of a tragedy on campus, law enforcement and paramedics would have access to more life-saving resources.
16: If we have a lot of people that are injured, we won't necessarily have enough equipment with that fire rescue truck. So what this does is it bridges that gap. It gives us a little more.
6: I know some people are like, oh, you know, it makes it feel unsafe. It's not about, it's just about having that extra safety
24: for our students. District leaders say school information and advertisements could also be posted on either of the two screens of the kiosk. If approved, the safety devices could be ready to go on campuses by the end of the school year.
16: That's as simple as just taking them right out of the pack and one of these packs could um, treat two, kids, two students or, or two people.
24: In Stuart, I'm Derek Lowe, WPTV.
4: In Martin County, a seventeen year old boy died Tuesday following a crash with a truck Friday night at Plant Bamboo, an off-road park off southwest Martin Highway, according to the Martin County Sheriff's Office. The Indian town boy, who was not identified, was in an off-road vehicle when it collided with a truck, Sheriff's spokeswoman Christine Christafex said on Wednesday. Three people were in the vehicle as they crashed into a truck, Christafex said. The seventeen year old who was on the vehicle was Injured and taken to the hospital, and Tuesday he passed away. It's not the first time mud bogging events at Plant Bamboo have resulted in injuries, TC Palm reported. In February 2016, four people were severely injured during a large mud bogging event. Cindy Underhill, a representative with Plant Bamboo, said Wednesday an attorney advised them not to comment on the fatal incident. Our concerns are just with the family, Underhill said. The Friday night crash, which also injured an 18-year-old Jupiter girl and a 17-year-old Hope Sound boy, is now a traffic homicide investigation, according to Christefic. The three teens were on an off-road vehicle with no interior when the collision happened, she said. An Orlando police lieutenant could be alive today if Markeith Lloyd had stopped after shooting her three times. Orange Osceola chief medical examiner Dr. Joshua Stephanie testified at Lloyd's murder trial that it was the fourth shot to Deborah Clayton's neck while she lay on the ground that killed her.
25: The projectile entered her neck. Across, well, the cricoid cartilage, which is um, if you feel your neck, it's your Adam's apple, um, lacerated or fractured. That went across into her left chest, fractured three ribs.
4: The bullet then contused Clayton's upper lung before exiting her back. Lloyd is facing a possible death penalty for the killing of Clayton in 2017. And a Broward, uh, actually Brevard, make that. A Brevard County man is facing charges for the death of his child. Police say Jason Godletsky beat his 12-year-old son this month and left him to die in the laundry room at their home in Palm Bay. Our news time is 648. We take a look at Sports. The LSU Tigers have so few players available because of injuries that they will be unable to hold a full football practice Wednesday. Coach Ed Orgeron told reporters during a conference call, Orgeron added that a previously scheduled scrimmage on Thursday won't be able to take place either. LSU, which has the week off before traveling to play number 4 Alabama on November 6, fell to 4-4 four four after a loss to Ole Miss last weekend. News time coming up on six forty nine and we'll have weather and traffic together coming up.
26: The first time I stepped into St. Lucie jewelry and coins, I figured it would just be one of my many stops on my road to the perfect engagement ring. My fiance means the world to me, so I wanted something extra special.
1: right now on the Get Up and Go show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for traffic and weather together. Bonnie, how's it looking outside?
4: Well, if your route this morning does take you to work on uh, southeast Federal Highway heading southbound toward Hope Sound, take an alternate. Uh, We have those southbound lanes, Federal Highway shut down right now. Uh, There is a vehicle crash with injuries, roadblock too. This is on Federal Highway at the uh, Racetrack gas station. It's uh, Federal Highway and Southeast Petway Street in Hope Sound. Southbound on Federal Highway, all of those southbound lanes are shut down at the moment. Seek an alternate. There's your latest look at traffic. Right now we have 69 clear sky in Port St. Lucie and in Naha, Japan, it's 74. Here's more on our weather from WPTV.
18: Today's forecast, increasing clouds and the chance for some strong, to even severe thunderstorms later on this afternoon through the overnight hours as a very strong cold front moves on through. High temperatures near records into the upper 80s, a lot of humidity too. Tomorrow morning, shower, then clearing out, turning very windy, highs in the mid 80s and then cooler over the weekend. I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist James Whelan on WSTU AM 1450, Martin County's Heritage Station.
27: Visit their website, europeansync.com. Are you looking for your dream home? I am Eileen Simons, a licensed realtor with EXP Realty. My team and I can help you find your dream home on the Treasure Coast and beyond. I bring 20-plus years' experience with the residential real estate market, helping both buyers and sellers achieve their dreams. Call or text me at 772-200-5105 or visit our website at mydreamhomeusa.com.
0: Hey, parents, keep your children active this season by training with the pros. The Miami Dolphins are hosting the Junior Dolphins football and dance clinics presented by FAIR throughout Miami-Dade with winter clinics starting November 26th and December 20th. Football clinics are taught by Junior Dolphins coaches and dance classes are led by the Miami Dolphins cheerleaders. These half-day sessions are available for boys and girls ages 4 to 14. Space is limited. Visit JuniorDolphins.com slash camps to secure your spot today. The strikingly colorful flowers that are known for the
28: next best thing next to pansies. That's coming up on this Land of Ours. The COVID-19 vaccine.
29: And all I heard about the vaccine.
28: Sure, it's, but do we really know about the
21: long-term effects? Did you read that home? thing on the Internet?
29: He heard from his cousin that they don't. Okay, know. you're hearing a lot of talk about the COVID-19 vaccines these days. So how do you find out if getting vaccinated is right for you? By talking to someone you already trust, your doctor or health care provider. They'll answer your questions so you can decide what's best for you and your family. Go to GetVaccineAnswers.org to find out more. That's GetVaccineAnswers.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council.
8: Shrimp, grouper, stone crab, oysters, clams. That's just a sample of the great seafood that Florida's Gulf Coast is famous for. Fresh, wholesome seafood caught by fishing families that for generations have taken great pride in their work. No gathering is complete without delicious Florida Gulf seafood fresh from the docks. Remember, when shopping or dining out, ask for fresh from Florida seafood. That helps our state's fishermen and our local economy
7: southeast AgNet is social. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter where you can be sure to find all of the agriculture news for the southeast.
28: Looking to add new life to your flower bed? Wallflowers come in pale blues, greens, pinks, and creamy yellows, but you can also find them in warmer reds, oranges, hot pinks, and golden yellows. There are even varieties with color-changing blooms, which open bright yellow or orange and fade in shades of pink to a deep purple. When all colors show at the same time, it creates a striking display. Wallflowers grow best when planted in average, dried, mediums, medium, and well-drained soils. These plants like well-drained soils so much, that's how it got their common name. Wallflowers could often be found growing out of the mortar between rocks and bricks on the side of the wall. They suit rock gardens, border fronts, raised beds, and containers. Place wallflowers in an area of the garden where they receive full sun in northern climates. In southern climates, they appreciate some afternoon shade. I'm Kathy Isom, Southeast AgNet.
20: Do you have a suggestion for the show? Send us an email, wstumorningshow at gmail.com. And now let's get back to the Get Up and Go Show. Here's Evan and Bonnie. Hi,
21: I'm Crystal, and I've been a waitress at Hooters for five years.
20: On behalf of me
21: and all the Hooters waitresses, we've had enough, so we're speaking up. We have no problem with the fact that guys come in and look at our Hooters logos on our shirts that we're wearing bright orange shorts that went out of style after Olivia Newton-John's Let's Get Physical video got released. But having us wear high on the hip, butt cheek bearing booty shorts is the last straw. So we reached out to the best equal rights attorney we know. He comes in all the time to stare at us, and even though he creeps us out, he got us what we deserve. Equal rights. Now the short order cooks in the back have to wear the shorts, too. <laughs> Ain't that right, Roscoe?
1: Yeah, equals
29: equal. They're kind of tight, but I kind of like them. Naked wings, you're
21: up. Thanks, Hooters, for making young women's dreams come true. Now I can set my next goal of making it into the calendar.
4: <laughs> was it, was that the chef? Was that the cook that they said should wear the tight yes,
1: shorts the too? The cook has to wear the tight shorts also.
4: I don't know about you, Evan, but I want my cook, my chef, to be comfortable while he's preparing the food.
1: Well, then just have him wear an apron and nothing else. That's all. That's about as comfortable as it gets. Right? Could you imagine Gary in the kitchen... Just with an apron and nothing else, cooking a steak dinner for you. I think
4: it might have happened a time or two before. Really? (laughs) Wow.
1: (laughs) I would never imagine that. Never. I I don't know if I could do that. (laughs) I I don't know if I could rock just an apron with. The backside open.
4: Yeah, I wouldn't suggest it. It's um, no, he hasn't, but it's not very sanitary. No. I, I wouldn't think while you're cooking. No. And especially if you're barbecuing on the backyard grill, well, yeah. you you know you flipping those steaks or the yeah. burgers and okay. flashing the neighbors at the same okay. time.
1: All right, I uh, have to make a phone call. Um, I, I actually dialed the number. Let me see if they'll pick up.
21: Hi everyone, this is Kat with a message about tomorrow's office Halloween party. The company wants us to know the following. No dressing as a Karen since we have people of that name working for the company. No dressing as the opposite sex as that would be mocking the company's trans policy. No dressing as anything quote-unquote sexy. Nothing political like dressing as the president's drool nurse. Nothing satanic or religious. Nothing COVID-related, including bats, fangs, doctors, or nurses. Sugarless candy will be provided. No nuts, plus soft drinks and water. I'll be dressed as a giant candy corn again. See you at the party. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um,
1: I think I called the wrong office accidentally. Oops, sorry about that. I don't
21: know if we
4: want to be attending that party. No,
1: definitely not. Sounds
4: rather boring. Yeah. I want to go to a party where... It's not politically correct, and we can just wear what we want. Yes,
1: and we can all do the monster mash. (laughs) There you go, folks. Hey, don't go anywhere. Hour number two for me and you coming up next, right here at WSU Stewart, Martin County's Heritage Station. The news is coming up next. We'll be back.
29: in New York City, where Fox's Tanya J. Powers is live.
30: Dave, union officials representing New York City's firefighters say they will rally outside Gracie Mansion, the mayor's residence, in opposition to the vaccine mandate, and they may not be the only ones who show up. Members from other unions, and as well as politicians, are expected to turn out in support. Last week, Mayor Bill de Blasio announced that all city workers are required to have at least one dose of the COVID-19 vaccine by tomorrow at 5 p.m. About 65% of the city firefighters are vaccinated. Now, today's protest follows one on Monday when thousands marched across the Brooklyn Bridge, partially shutting down traffic,
29: Dave. In two hours before leaving for Europe, President Biden will go to the Capitol. And multiple sources tell Fox will announce a framework agreement on their social spending plan that Democrats keep negotiating, though that's not finalized, and could lead to a final House vote on a bipartisan infrastructure deal. As for the spending plan that all Republicans oppose...
27: It looks like Democrats are scrapping a paid family leave proposal as well as a new billionaire's tax, as momentum for President Biden's social spending plan seems to be fizzling. He's going to talk to lawmakers in the hopes of getting his agenda over the finish line... The progressives and moderates are still butting heads over the plan, and it's nearly $2 trillion price tag.
29: That's Fox's Jill Nato. The president will be going to Rome ahead of a weekend G20 summit of world leaders, followed next week by a global climate change summit in Scotland. There's some tornado damage to clean up in parts of the south and western Louisiana. More than a dozen homes were damaged significantly, others received minor damage, and there were also severe storms in Texas and Mississippi. America's listening to Fox News.
27: I struggled with symptoms like frequent gas and stomach pain for years.
31: I was bloated all the time with daily diarrhea.
27: At first, I thought it was what I was eating.
31: I kept thinking it was stomach issues.
27: So I did my research and talked to my doctor. And we finally uncovered the truth. It It was was actually EPI.
31: Exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, or EPI, is a condition where your pancreas is unable to help break down your food.
27: It can lead to symptoms like diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, unexplained weight loss, and oily stools.
31: And EPI symptoms can be confused with those of other common digestive conditions, like irritable bowel syndrome, Crohn's, and celiac disease.
27: So getting to the right diagnosis meant being more open with my doctor about the severity of my symptoms and how often they were happening.
31: But there's good news. EPI is manageable, so don't wait any longer. Use the symptom checker at identifyepi.com and schedule a visit or call with your doctor to ask,
27: Could I I have EPI? EPI? Sponsored by AbbVie.
29: Attorney General Merrick Garland back in the hot seat over his memo directing the FBI to investigate threats of violence to school board members. Senator, I think all of
3: us have seen these reports of violence and threats of violence. That is what the Justice Department is concerned about.
29: But Republicans like Senator Tom Cotton say it's an attempt to silence parents speaking out. This, here, this testimony, your directive, your performance is shameful. Hey. That's not. Thank God you are not on the Supreme Court. You should resign in disgrace, Judge. Democrats backed Garland again, citing actual violence in school boards and in schools.
30: Republicans drilled into the AG's controversial October 4th memo, directing the DOJ to look into threats of violence made against school board members. The memo, coming days after the National School Boards Association, asked President Biden to step in. After intense questioning, Garland finally explained what he meant by protecting people from, quote, Forms of intimidation and harassment, saying those acts can include digital messaging or phone calls meant to harass.
29: That's Fox's Aisha Hosni And Wall Street. Stock futures have been rising the day after there was selling when the Dow dropped more than 200 points from its record high.
0: It's all tied up in baseball's fall classic. The Houston Astros even it up. And that's it, Joe Buck on Fox, Jose Altuve with a solo blast on the first pitch of the bottom of the seventh. His 22nd career postseason home run, tying him for second all-time with Bernie Williams as the Astros top the Atlanta Braves Wednesday 7-2. to Jose Urquidy strong on the mound for Houston, seven strikeouts through five innings of work. The World Series now tied at one game apiece as the best of seven heads to Truist Park outside of Atlanta for Game 3 on Friday. Luis Garcia, the scheduled starting pitcher for the Strohs, against Ian Anderson for the Braves. That's Matt Napolitano. I'm Dave Anthony. This
29: is Fox News. A grateful
11: community says congratulations to Nancy Smith for a lifetime of dedication to journalism. From serving as a managing editor of the Stewart News to the president of the Florida Society of Newspaper Editors. You're invited to join Senator Gail Harrell, former Senate President Ken Pruitt and former Stuart Mayor Joan Jefferson for a fundraising event for the Nancy and Michael Smith Endowed Scholarship. Thursday, October 28, 5 to 7, Indian River State College, Chastain Campus, and Stewart. The scholarship will continue Nancy Smith's contribution to those striving to achieve the American dream. So please join us, October 28th, at Indian River State College, Martin County, Chastain Campus, from 5 to 7. Visit the station website, WPSL.com, WSTU1450.com, and click Nancy Smith for more information.
3: 8000.
7: Sometimes ordinary tasks can become extraordinary feats. With back, neck, or shoulder pain, that's why there's the Joint Chiropractic. As the official chiropractor of the University of Miami Hurricanes, the Joint Chiropractic helps keep people moving through everyday life and beyond. You never need an appointment or insurance, and we're open evenings and weekends. Keep moving. Come see our newest location in Port St. Lucie for a free exam, consultation, and
31: adjustment through Saturday. Visit thejoint.com for details.
20: And now, broadcasting live from their palatial studios, here are your hosts, Evan and Bonnie. Oh,
1: thank you very much, Madam Announcer. I greatly appreciate that. Hey, stupid! Why? Well, you're calling me stupid? Oh, yeah. Why are you calling me stupid? (sighs) Well, I'm glad you feel that it's a rush, okay? It's 7.08 on the morning show. Mr. Clockwood just certified the time.
3: It's now 7.08
31: a.m.
1: 7.08 a.m., and we're off to a running start once again. Bonnie, it's a Thursday, two sleeps on a wake-up, and you're out of here for a week.
4: Yeah, I can hardly believe Decadence,
1: it. Decadence, heaven, the whole nine yards. Boy, you're just going to be <laughs> like, you're going to come back. You're going to be come back probably with this great suntan, this glow upon you. And everything else. I,
4: I don't think I'm going to be getting terribly tanned this weekend. We're supposed to have like a cold front coming in, kind of a stormy, more of a stormy weather pattern. And even where I'm going up north to the uh, Doland, Ocala area, uh-huh. uh, usually the temperature's at least eight degrees cooler than we are. Really? So I'm, I'm, and I'm not sure if we're going to the springs. You know, sometimes we do slip into some of that action where we go to, like, Ponce de Leon or... Ponce, Alec- de, Leon. Ponce de Leon. Ponce de Leon. The uh, yes. Fountain of Youth Springs. Mm-hmm. Or we go to Alexandria Springs up when we're up that way. Uh, not really sure we're going to be able to squeeze that in this time. But I think where we're going to get the Sun and Sea World. Probably where we'll have the most sun and fun. Oh, did you check,
1: like? uh, okay. did you check to see what the weather is going to be like there? Is it this weekend you're going to SeaWorld?
4: World? It's Halloween. We're going to be there on Halloween. Okay. Did you check
1: to see what the weather is going to be like?
4: You know, I haven't yet. You but should. I don't think a sprinkle or two is going to keep us away. No.
1: not at all. Yeah. Are you can. You don't <laughs> melt. You don't melt.
4: Plus, my stepson, Jaden, is going to be showing us around. You know, he's going to be our chauffeur. Oh, you have a tour guide. He will. And I think he wants to take me on one of those big coasters at SeaWorld, too. So, mm. which I'm I'm going to be ready to do. So, I kind of wanted to wear my wig. So, I have this full head, nice head of hair. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if the wig would work too well on a roller coaster.
1: Mm. <laughs> so. You should try. They have stick tape or something <laughs> like that, don't they? Yeah. You know? Uh,
4: I, or Well, they have these little uh, gadgets like... Little nail gadgets that can uh, stick a head to a wig dummy. I'm, I'm not going to stick nail gadgets in my head though. Oh,
1: well, don't do that. <laughs>
4: Even though it's going to be Halloween.
1: Don't do that. Don't don't stick a nail gadget in your head. For gosh sakes. But I'm
4: wondering if people are going to be dressed up in costume there. If uh, do people dress in costumes on Halloween when they go to Sea They might. I think there's going to be some trick or treating involved. So they I'm might. rather excited about that.
1: Okay. Well, are you are you going to dress up just out of curiosity?
4: I'm gonna dress. I want to dress in something kind of cool that looks uh, SeaWorld-like. It looks like I have this outfit that sort of looks sort of mermaid-ish. Right. <laughs> it, it's just like a sleek uh, dress that comes down maybe only a little bit below my below my hips. Okay. So I have to wear shorts underneath, like short shorts underneath. Okay. But it kind of looks like that mermaid sleeking my body friendly kind of suit but then i might go on the safe side and just wear a t-shirt and a sweatshirt like you told me to wear uh, particularly if we go in and see the penguins where it's going to be
1: cool i see said the blind man definitely
4: but um happy birthday early birthday to my honey gary tomorrow
1: that's right we're gonna we're gonna call him Um, because uh uh, well we have to do that now we have to do birthdays and anniversaries So, without further ado, Bonnie, what do you have for me first?
4: Friday, October 29, my partner's birthday, Gary. So, happy early birthday to you.
1: That's exciting. Can we be nosy and ask how old or no? We Um, don't want to give away that he's 30.
4: I think he's going to be, you know, he's been in the bedroom when our internet has been down playing these video games lately. So, I think he's 18. He's going to be turning 18. Eighteen. He's become a video gamer.
1: <laughs> oh, lordy, lordy. And,
4: and he's playing those uh, reality ones, you know, like with the mafia style kind. I'll walk by the bedroom and I can hear, when the moon meets the sky and there's pizza in your eye, that's amore. Oh, that's amore, <laughs> yes. They Well, they play that sort of uh, Italian uh, music in the mafia game that he's playing.
1: Hey, you know what I'm talking about, hey, hey, you know.
4: And I think in the game last night he had to come up with a lot of money or some sort of thing, or somebody was going to like come after him and, and assassinate him. He's what? telling me like it's a live thing. I'm like Gary, is this in the game? Please tell me this is in the game. Yes, this is this is in the game that I'm in. But these games have become so fascinating and so real-like. It's wow. like uh, you're, <laughs> it's like you're playing a real-life mafia on real mafia streets in a real city.
1: Very and interesting. I will
4: have to try to learn it and get into it, too, with them pretty soon. Then I'll be 18 again.
1: Okay. You can relive your childhood. I know. You should. I, oh, Everybody guess, should relive their childhood.
4: I guess there's a cool version of Pac-Man that we can get on this one, too. Oh. So if he's been telling me to get into that. Um, I haven't been a gamer at home. I might want to try something to do when that Internet goes out. Okay.
1: All right. That sounds good. That'll work. Uh, Anyway, birthdays and anniversaries we have, let me open my page up here, Nolan Gould is 23, that's Luke Dunphy from Modern Family, Frank Ocean, 34, that's the openly gay R&B star. Trojan Belisario is 36, that's Spencer Hastings on Pretty Little Liars.
4: Pretty Little Liars. Now there's a show that I have to start watching. Mm -hmm. I keep saying it, but uh, I, I heard that's another one that's really good. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if I need another show to get me addicted like nope. I am addicted to some of them.
1: Okay. All right. Uh, let me see here. What else do we have here? lost my place here. Jeez, I, my computer's being all freaky. Uh, Finn Whitrock is 37. That's Dandy Mott on AHS Freak Show. Matt Smith, 39. That's the 11th Doctor on Doctor
4: Who. Do you get into that?
6: No, uh, Phil who? is
1: really into that. Oh
4: yeah, yeah. Phil Phil knows all about. Phil that.
1: Phil is like the Doctor Who connoisseur.
4: Yeah, He'll yeah. He'll tell you
1: everything about Doctor.
4: He's who. told us. Mm-hmm. Doctor Who?
1: Yes, Doctor Who. Who who who, who did this? Uh, Elvis Medina is 46. That's Doghouse superstar. Joaquin Phoenix, 47. Joaquin. Joaquin. Jo- oh, it's Joaquin. Yeah,
4: Joaquin. My bad. He played the Joker. Uh, excellent job as the Joker okay. too. You want to see a good movie, man, uh watch The Joker with with Joaquin Phoenix playing him.
1: Former Miss Universe and Mark Anthony's ex-wife, Deyanara De- Torres, 47 years old today.
4: Oh, I didn't know he had an ex-wife. Uh, yeah, well, he's Mark got an Anthony, ex-wife. he probably does, right? I mean, he's Mark Anthony, mm-hmm. but I only know him to be with uh Jennifer Lopez. Mm-hmm. Um
1: huh. That's and it. so
4: the ex is 47? 47.
1: 47. Yep. 47 years old today.
4: And J-Lo is, I think she turned 50 already, didn't she? I think she's she's in the 50 club. She
1: doesn't age at all. But
4: she doesn't.
1: No. Brad Paisley, 49 years old today. Ben Harper is 52 from both sides of the gun. Julia Roberts, that name is, uh, you know that name. She's 54 years old today. Julia Roberts.
4: She was, when I visited Natchitoches, Louisiana, Mm -hmm. I moved to that city when I was 18 and she was in town filming Steel Magnolias mm-hmm. in the area of Natchitoches, Louisiana, where I was in. And so I'd be looking for, like, uh, Dolly Parton. I think I was, lo- I was looking for Daryl Hannah walking those streets, Sally Field.
8: Mm-hmm.
4: I didn't see any of those actresses or get to meet them during the filming, but... I believe I was walking down the cobblestone street of Natchitoches when in the distance Mm -hmm. I did see a very tall woman with blonde hair and had a dog on a leash, and I think that would have been Daryl Hannah. Mm. She just didn't look like any other you know, woman walking throughout the streets of Natchitoches. Mm-hmm. So I think I, I didn't run up to her and, and try to meet her, but I think that that was Daryl Hannah at the time.
1: Okay. All right. Very good. Uh, let me see. Andy Richter is 55 years old today. That's Conan O'Brien's henchman. Bill Gates, 66 years old today. His home covers about sixty-six thousand square feet.
4: Sixty-six thousand square, square, foot square feet. Holy moly! Yep. <laughs> I could go at you would you could go stay at his home and it would be like being on a, a cruise
1: ship or something. Ah, uh, you'd, you'd be on a whole football. I bet field.
4: you'd be in all of the. I bet he has the the exciting movie room, the tennis court, mm-hmm. basketball court for you to enjoy.
1: Yep. All sorts of
4: stuff. Uh billiard room. Ugh.
1: Exercise it's room. It's got
4: to be amazing. Kitchen
1: well, must be 10,000 square feet by itself.
4: Yeah, right. You have a lot of room to cook in that <laughs> I know. kitchen.
1: Hi, good morning. You're on the radio. Good morning. Oh, good morning there, Sunshine. How are you?
2: I'm good. How
1: are you? I am fantastic. Well, you're taking an awful long time to go to work. Let me see. It's Thursday. Oh, it must be your day for uh, for coffee. It was
2: my day for coffee, hence why I left work. Uh, what the house so early.
1: Okay. All right. Very good. Very good. The uh, office is looking mighty nice. I'm very proud of you for uh getting it done and uh it looks uh phenomenal. She threw out a lot of garbage.
4: Very nice. Very yeah. nice.
1: I saw a box of pens she threw out, which I was shocked.
4: Wow, that is, that is shocking. Yeah.
1: Cuz you know, she's like she told me yesterday she goes, "Don't touch my pens." Oh. It was nice like, no, it was good. it was more like this. Don't touch my pens.
4: It's nice to know that the Boys and Girls Club are getting so many yes. pens. Yes,
1: they yeah. are. That's probably going nice. to donate that box right behind you too. Oh yeah. To the Boys and Girls Club.
4: That's a lot of ink to go around.
1: Yes, a lot of ink. A lot of ink to think. There's that laugh. So how do you like your uh, your new office? I
2: like my new office.
1: Do you? Okay. I,
2: I definitely like it. I think that was part of as I was going to i wanting to go through it because I didn't want as much stuff in there as I had before.
1: Mm-hmm. So, and? and you're all good now?
2: I'm good. Okay. It's definitely, I had to put my keyboard on the charger last night It quit working while I was in the middle of typing. Oh. Now, so, but, uh, yeah, it, it works well. That little table okay. I brought home mm-hmm. right in the corner, and now I debated if I want to get another table for the corner in front of the desk or if I just want to get... A
1: fake plant. A fake plant. Get
4: a real plant. Try a real one. Yeah. I would kill it. Yeah. I, f- I feel that way, too. I haven't been so fortunate with plants in the past.
1: She doesn't do yeah, good.
2: I, I don't have a green thumb.
4: You can get the kind of plants now that are fake that look very real. Uh, you know, I guess they're making these artificial fake plants more look more realistic now. You know, you can get something nicer than these things that look and smell like these god-awful plastic roses or something they're making them more real you can find them out there
25: mm.
1: we'll have to look
2: yeah i don't because i don't want to put too much stuff in there because like i said i don't want the whole office to. right now it, it looks nice and clean and
1: she organized doesn't, and doesn't want clutter
4: yeah yeah yeah
1: i'm trying to avoid that there you go.
4: We got some more birthdays to get to, if you don't yeah. mind. I'd like to mention a couple more Talk that to me. Uh, Evan didn't mention. Yes,
1: uh, but, honey, I'm going to let you go because we've got to finish this up, all right?
4: Okay, love you. All
1: right, see you. Bye.
4: Dennis Franz, you hear of him?
1: Um, From NYPD Blue.
4: Yeah, with the famous NYPD Blue buttocks. Mm. They would show his buttocks, too, on there once in a while. Mm-hmm. But Dennis is 77 today. Wow. He also was in the movie Psycho Two where uh, he ran a hotel and he gave Norman Bates kind of a hard time and um, I didn't know that he was in Die Hard 2 also mm. with Bruce Very Willis interesting. yep I I saw Die Hard 1 I don't think I, I don't remember watching the movie Die Hard 2 ever but uh, if he's in it I would like to see the movie Jamie Gertz from from The Lost Boys is 56 today uh-huh and you might right away think did she play the mother No, she played the younger star Mm. in The Lost Boys. Jamie Gertz, fifty-six.
1: How about Caitlyn Jenner, seventy-two years old?
4: I know, right? Can you believe he's seven? She's seventy-two. You almost said he. I gotta say it right now. He was he.
1: he, She used to be a he, but he is now a she.
4: See, I gotta be politically correct with that.
1: Celebrating a birthday in the heavens, Charlie Daniels would have been eighty-five years old today. 85 years old today.
4: They used a lot of uh, Charlie Daniels in the the John Travolta movie with uh, Deborah Winger, where where they danced. Why am I not thinking of the name of the movie now? But they had like an awesome country music soundtrack. Uh-huh. And through and the movie it takes place like in Gilly's Bar in Texas. The real Gillies Bar, where uh, they actually had Charlie Daniels perform throughout the movie. Oh wow! And it made for like a really, really great soundtrack. But it's he na- would have been eighty-five, huh?
1: Yep. It's National Chocolate Day, so make sure and go out and eat some white or dark chocolate.
4: Toblerone.
1: Yes, whatever you, you want. You got it.
4: Oh, I was in. Uh, oh, I was in Home Goods last night. Were you? And they had a lot of interesting chocolates, Evan. I was in, out in Home Goods Goods in Port St. Lucie. Man, the um, just amazing chocolates that they already had for sale, like for Christmas already. And it just kind of like made you want to buy really early, like these gourmet chocolates. Oh, it just looked. I think I might go out and get some there for National Chocolate Day.
1: Gourmet chocolate, is they call it. Gourmet chocolate. I love gourmet chocolate. Uh, It's also International Animation Day along with National First Responders Day. That's a really important day today.
4: And it's Krispy Kreme that's offering donuts and coffee today, free donuts and coffee for the first responders. Oh, wow. If we have a Krispy Kreme, I don't know if we have one here, possibly to the south of us.
1: Um, Maybe to the south. I don't think there's one anywhere local. Right. But uh, if you go into your local grocery market, they do have boxes of Krispy Kreme, but I don't think that you'll be able to get a box for free, but you go I think there's a Krispy Kreme on Palm Beach Lakes Boulevard, if I'm not mistaken.
4: That could very well be, like yeah. um down south, right? Yeah, but down south. First responders, free coffee and donuts today all day from Can't Krispy Kreme.
1: Can't beat that with a stick. time for news once again. Let's go right to the news desk. Bonnie standing by with the morning headlines. Good morning, Bonnie. Good
4: morning once again. After the Parkland school shooting in 2018, the state commission recommended that law enforcement and school districts communicate better with families during emergency situations. WPTV's Ryan Hughes has more.
16: Get your badges ready, make sure you swipe your badge and have a seat.
17: Fourth graders at Citrus Grove Elementary in Palm City stepping onto the school bus and swiping their student badge.
16: Hey, get
17: your seatbelt on. The class is participating in an evacuation drill in case there is ever a
16: crisis on campus. This is something new, it's not out there. Uh, First time we're testing it.
17: The Martin County School District giving WPTV a first look at cutting-edge technology being used to help reunite students with their parents in an emergency
16: situation. But the way this system differs from every other system, it starts off at the actual evacuation site.
17: Frank Frangella, the district safety and security director, helped build the new reunification system with the company Reaxiom. Technology through iPads is already being used to help track bus riders. Very good. But now there's another layer. Students will first swipe their badge when they get on the school
16: bus. We can pull that emergency contact information in real time. Send out a a message to the parents and guardians saying your child is on the bus and headed to this location.
17: The district will then use the iPads to send an automatic alert directly to parents telling them exactly where they can pick up their child.
6: It's the idea that by integrating these technologies, they have a bird's eye view of what's going on and can better communicate to families maybe the right next steps.
17: The goal is to reunite families faster, cut down on the confusion and chaos, and prevent parents from immediately showing up at school if an emergency is happening.
16: So we want to make sure that we have everybody accounted for in the quickest time possible.
17: So the next step training will begin for all administrators, and the district is looking to use this technology right away. In Martin County, Ryan Hughes, WPTV. News Channel 5.
4: The former police resource officer on duty during the Parkland School Massacre says he will not make a deal with prosecutors. Scott Peterson is charged with child neglect for not going in and directly confronting the shooter.
16: If you knew that Nicholas Cruz was in the building and you believed that there was an active shooter in there, damn right. That's We're there to protect this everybody.
4: Peterson claims he and many others didn't know where the gunfire was coming from. The shooting left 17 people dead and 17 others injured. Martin County Tax Collector's offices remain closed for the eighth day in a row. WPTV's Megan McRoberts has more on this story.
13: Another day and more customers of the Martin County Tax Collector's office are turned away. A sign says the office continues to deal with network issues, but the Attorney General's office tells us there are security issues, though no one is saying whether personal info has been jeopardized.
20: My husband, who's in the blue shirt there,
13: he has been going since the 18th, Monday the 18th. Jill Mealy headed north to St. Lucie County. The tax collector there has been trying to help Martin County residents access critical services.
14: We've helped thousands. We think we're somewhere around 200, 250 customers per day that are coming in from Martin County.
13: St. Lucie County tax collector Chris Kraft says he also hasn't had much communication from Martin County tax collector Ruth Pietraszewski.
14: I have no idea what's happened. All I know is their system is down and we're doing everything we can to help.
13: And it wasn't Pietraszewski who first told Kraft what was going on.
14: We found out through a constituent Of Martin County, that their office was closed.
13: But he contacted her, offering to help Martin County residents like Jill. We're actually selling our boat, so we're moving out of state and we couldn't find the title. Or a dealership owner, Ahmed Savasir.
15: Yeah, tax, registrations, titles, you know, that's what we are trying to get.
13: Already delayed in getting people into new cars.
15: You have to tell people that it's going to be, there is a delay for. We don't know how long.
13: Kraft expects the workload to get tougher to manage. Wednesday, Pietrzejewski pulled the 14 employees she sent to help in St. Lucie back to Martin County for systems testing, according to Kraft. He's asking Martin and St. Lucie County residents to be patient.
14: We're going to have to bite the bullet here for a couple of days, but obviously my priority is with the St. Lucie County residents, and we're doing everything we can to help the Martin County residents.
13: All during a critical time. Kraft says the height of tax season begins next week.
14: Monday? All hell breaks loose for tax collectors across the state uh, because all the tax bills will actually probably go out in the mail this weekend.
13: Megan McRoberts, WPTV News Channel 5. A Brevard County man
4: is facing charges for the death of his child. Police say Jason Godletsky beat his 12-year-old son this month and left him to die in the laundry room at their home in Palm Bay. Our news time at 728, we take a look at sports. Arizona Cardinals defensive end J.J. J. Watt will undergo what is now likely to be season-ending shoulder surgery. Uh, Sources told this to ESPN's Adam Schefter Wednesday night. No date has been set for the surgery. Watt, in his first year with the first place club, injured his shoulder in the second quarter Sunday, yet still managed to play the rest of the game with the injury. Er, Now, earlier yesterday, the Cardinals said that Watt had been ruled out of tonight's game against the Green Bay Packers. News time is 729, and we will have weather and traffic together next.
27: The Stewart Air Show is back November
7: 12 through 14 at Martin County Airport. Bring the family to see the aerobatic Red Bull helicopter and the fastest semi truck in the world racing a plane. Hear the sound of freedom when our military jets fly by to check out their twilight show and the dirty flight suit party November 12th. See spectacular pyrotechnic displays and enjoy live entertainment on the ground. The Stewart Air Show is back. back. Tickets
5: and show information at StuartAirShow.com
1: 729 right now on the Get Up and Go show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for traffic and weather together. Here's Bonnie with another peek outside. Bonnie?
27: Well,
4: in Martin County, there is a tie up on Federal Highway, and this is in the Hope Sound area where there's a vehicle crash with injuries and roadblock. This is at the racetrack gas station at uh, Federal Highway and Southeast Petway Street in Home Sound. It's a US 1 traveling southbound. Uh, There's your accident, and the uh, southbound Federal Highway lanes in that area all shut down. Seek an alternate this morning. If you see something, say something. Let us know at 220-9788-220-WSTU. Well, right now we have 70 in Stewart, and also in Keene, New Hampshire, a nice cool 40. Here's our weather from WPTV.
18: Today's forecast, increasing clouds and the chance for some strong to even severe thunderstorms later on this afternoon through the overnight hours as a very strong cold front moves on through. High temperatures near records into the upper 80s, a lot of humidity too. Tomorrow morning, shower, then clearing out, turning very windy. Highs in the mid-80s and then cooler over the weekend. I'm WPTV First Alert meteorologist James Wheeland on WSTU AM 1450, Martin County's Heritage Station.
8: Tim Allen at Commercial Mortgage has been providing debt restructuring services since 2003. Tim never charges a front fee and all consultations are free. Tim only gets paid if he provides you a debt workout. Looking for a debt solution or financing? Give Tim a call at 772-872-6099 or visit commercialmortgagellc.com to schedule your free consultation.
27: The Slim Body Laser Spa,
30: the wait is over. What are you waiting for? Call the Slim Body Laser Spa Steward Stuart today and start losing interest. Inches today. That's right, loose belly fat, your double chin, flabby thighs, upper arm fat. Well, you get the picture. In a short series of laser-assisted weight loss treatments, you can lose inches of unwanted fat. Call 223-5885. The Slam Laser Spa,
8: the
30: weight is over
7: 14 at Martin County Airport, bring the family to see the aerobatic Red Bull helicopter and the fastest semi-truck in the world racing a plane. Hear the sounds of freedom when our military jets fly by. Be sure to check out their Twilight Show and the Dirty Flight Suit Party November 12th. See spectacular pyrotechnic displays and enjoy live entertainment on the ground. The Stewart Air Show is back. Tickets and show information at stewartairshow.com. If you have a suggestion for the show, we would love to hear from you. Send us an email to wstumorningshow at gmail.com. Now let's get back to the Get Up and Go show. Here's Evan and Bonnie.
1: Uh, 7.34 right now on the Get Up and Go show with Evan and Bonnie. And normally at this time, we would have uh, Joe Catrebone here from the Stuart Martin Chamber. And, um... He's uh, MIA. Maybe um, <laughs>
4: maybe he went to eat some breakfast somewhere. or Probably. You know, he's usually a busy guy. He probably has some things to attend to. Mm-hmm. I know Joe, Joe is a horseman, and he has some lovely horses. Yeah. So maybe he's out uh, feeding them or mm-hmm. riding them this morning, mm-hmm. maybe out at the stall, or maybe he's calling now. Maybe that's think? him
1: calling right now. Let's see. Hey, what's happening, Joe?
33: I don't know. I get my phone was on mute. I'm sorry.
1: That's all right. That's all right. We've got you here and you're with us. And that's a good thing because, man, a day without Joe is like a day without sunshine. (laughs) Well, thank you for that.
4: It's like a day without your
33: coffee.
1: Yeah, exactly
33: got to have your morning gotta joe got to have my
1: morning joe you
33: do
1: no yeah, pun yeah. intent there you know
33: i couldn't believe it when i heard you saying oh joe must be out riding his horses <laughs>
1: <laughs> so anyway folks um joe is joining us he's the gentleman that heads up the uh, stuart martin chamber of commerce and of course you know every week i always tell you that um if uh, you have a business out there and you are not a member of the chamber you definitely need to get with Joe and his entire team at the Stuart Martin chamber there's a lot of benefits a lot of perks um, a lot of networking the um, uh, the possibilities are literally endless and it's really not very expensive at all it's very very affordable for a lot you get a lot on your return is, is, all, is all I can say and uh, you know I speak from the heart um, I've known Joe for almost two years now. I've been to their offices, I see how the organization runs, and uh, you know it's, it's Joe, you do a great job there. I will say.: really Thank you, yeah. I appreciate
4: it. We got to say the lovely lady last week that filled in and doing uh-huh. the morning, Joe and such did a very nice job for you too, Joe. Yeah, yeah and
33: Sarah, Sarah's new, uh, you know, she's just been with us a little over a month now mm-hmm. to Caitlin's place, so mm-hmm. uh, but she's filling in very nicely, uh, and she's catching on quickly. She never had chamber experience before. She had right. uh, she had done events before, but not with
1: chamber. Listen, so, those anyway. Red...
33: We're we're very pleased and, and, and happy with Sarah, and well, I know she's going to do a great job.
1: Those uh, red glasses that she had on are the eye catcher of all eye catchers.
33: Well, Just... you know, she has not I don't know how many pairs, but she has. I don't know. Probably five or six different pairs. She can with a
1: different color every day. Wow. She's
4: quite the fashionista then. She's kind of yeah, like the weatherman
1: yeah, yeah. on uh, on the, what is it, the Today Show? Oh, Al
4: Roker.
6: Al,
1: yeah, she's like Al Roker. Different <laughs> pair of colored glasses every day. We'll call yeah, her Mrs. Yeah, Al. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I felt bad for her last week because, like, it was just us in the Zoom room.
4: She did nicely, though. But she, she did a great she really job. She covered
33: some great territory yeah. with yeah. us in that. She does. And, you know, Evan, I, we need to have a conversation about that. I think now that, that I think the Zooms are, you know, before everybody had to stay home and they were calling in and now yeah. they're out and about. Uh, so I think we have to probably, uh, re- address whether we, we, we want to do that anymore
1: okay that'll that'll be i'll leave that up to you joe whatever yeah. you know whatever you like that's perfectly fine that's not a problem you know you know me bonnie and i are, are very easy when it comes to stuff like that it was i do and i know, think it it's a such lot of a fun. great value for our members to yeah, yeah.
33: it's nice like learning I said, now that now that they're out and about you know we had a we had a uh, government affairs committee meeting here yesterday we had 35 people we had to pull out chairs from the Storage room to, to, to see people. Yeah. So we had a, a, a gentleman by the name of Josh Kellum, who's president of Garcia Farm, Farms and Material Development,
25: uh-huh.
33: uh, is building a um, development in an Indian town called Terra Largo. And uh, 2,000 units. What really got my attention, you know, we've been struggling here in Stewart and Martin County for. I'm going to say the best part of 20 years uh-huh. trying to figure out how to do affordable housing. But you know, it's not it's not rocket science. If you if you can't buy, or if you don't have affordable land available, then you can't build affordable housing. True. And and they are it's amazing. They have a a, a great history, a great company. They are going to have townhomes starting at $150,000. What? What? Yeah, and I said to That's Josh, I said, Josh, I haven't heard $150,000 for any kind of dwelling in Martin County for the last 20 years. I haven't either. Where That's,
1: is this yeah. where is this at now? It's in Indian Town. Okay.
33: And uh, it surrounds, it's about 8,000 acres, and it surrounds the golf course out there.
4: So you're going to uh, be like out in the country in a town yeah, home. Yeah, but... But, I mean, no, I'm not saying that in a, a negative
1: way. No. Some yeah, people yeah would, and,
33: that, and that's a plus for a lot of people. Some would like that um, country dwelling.
1: $150,000 for a townhome?
33: Yeah. yeah. For a townhouse, yeah.
1: That includes and, the land.
33: Yeah. And and so my question, of course, wow. uh, to Josh, was, you know, we all know that. Now, he's not
2: building. He's
33: the developer. Okay. So he will be getting contractors building contractors come in and build. And so I use that scenario with him, you know, if you don't have affordable land, and he said, we're going to make the land affordable, we own it, we recognize that, and we're going to make the land affordable so that the folks out there in Indiantown, you know, and and you always say the contacts that you make in the referrals, five people that were at that meeting yesterday have, they exchanged business cards. We need to talk. One was an insurance broker. Another mm-hmm. one was, uh, um, uh, a land, another land developer. Right. Uh, a banker, you know, so it was, it was amazing. And this was his first blush here. I've never met the man before. Mm-hmm. He came in yesterday, two of my past chairman and really good friends, Michael Houston, HDAJ designs and Melissa Corbett, um, uh, or his his local people his engineer and land developer or land planner and and of course, they brought him here, and he joined the chamber yesterday as a trustee member. Um, he's all in and and uh, again, there's so many people here yesterday. he must have collected ten business cards yesterday. wow and the people that were here. So that's
1: what it's all about, Joe. It's networking that's yeah, that's it one is. of the it's, great it's perks of the chamber. Yeah.
33: Yeah, and he was here for he, he wanted suggestions, and um, one of the uh, Tony Barletta from uh, the, he's in the insurance business uh, suggested to, to him because he home insurance is awful in Florida, it's awful. Uh, the rates are ridiculous; they're they're off the wall. Mm-hmm. And and Tony suggested to him, you know, one of the problems that we're finding are the roofs. Now people are concerned with shingles and things that are going to blow off and hurricanes and things of that nature. He said, I know upfront costs would probably cost a little more, but you you may want to consider putting tin roofs on these houses. And he and Josh jumped right on and he said, great suggestion. He said, we'll we'll take a look at you know look into it. So it was it was really a productive meeting. He was Mm -hmm. more than happy joined yesterday. Can't wait to get involved
1: in the chamber. You know, you mentioned tin roofs. My son just built a house in Port St. Lucie, and he opted for the metal roof.
33: Yeah, well, I meant metal.
1: I yeah. yeah, the tin, metal, whichever. Yeah. It's all the same stuff, but that's what he opted for. And My my thought process is with the sun hitting metal, isn't that going to heat things up a little bit more? I, I, I don't know how all that stuff works.
33: I think... You know, I think I Evan it reflects it. I yeah. think it reflects the the heat away from yeah. the dwelling, and of course they have they put insulation underneath it. Right. It also helps. It Anyone almost, that I have yeah. talked to, and it's not just one or two people. A lot of people in Martin Downs where I live are putting on tin roofs, and the people I've talked to are are pleased with them. They're ecstatic.
4: I wonder if they also put in some sort of a chemical or or a substance too that um, you know in that metal that um, makes it more durable throughout the years and maybe blocks the heat? I mean, I'm not sure. It's just like an assumption that, um, that yeah, they would. Yeah,
33: I'm I'm, I don't know either, Bonnie. But I know Tony Barletta said that, um, you know, a roofer puts a, a shingle roof on your house. He gives you a 25-year or 20-year warranty on it. Uh-huh. He said the insurance companies take it as 10
1: yeah, they they literally they do. And that's that's funny you say that because yeah. I was actually talking to my insurance company the other day about everything and they were telling me that if you have if you go to put a claim in uh, for something on your roof and if the insurance company does not approve it, it still goes as a strike against your policy regardless of whether they pay out or not.
33: Yeah, oh. I don't. I wouldn't doubt that that to to us several years ago after the hailstorm. Yeah, we hadn't. Uh, Adjuster come out and said, "No, you don't have, you don't have enough damage. We're, we're not going to do anything for you."
1: Yeah, You still get that strike. So
4: it's a strike against you just for yeah. putting in the
1: the claim claim, even yeah. though they don't pay yeah.
4: anything. Yeah,
1: yeah that's right. the way the insurance company works.
33: Yeah,
1: um, Joe, talk to me about uh, new business this week. Uh, what's been going on?
33: Well, we got uh, Amy got three or four. Of course, we don't. You won't, won't report. Uh, Josh, until next week, but, mm-hmm. uh, police, Il- Ilrick and Napristek, uh, they're injury and trial attorneys mm-hmm. here in Stewart. Okay. They do uh, personal injury, wrong death, workers comp and, and malpractice, et cetera. Okay. JD Auto Group, uh, this, they're down on Grand Parkway and it's really, a, you wouldn't think These people, if you have an old car, a vintage car, they'll store it for you. They've probably got 30 or 35 vintage cars down there. People store them in there. They call up and say, hey, I want my 57 Chevy rolled out this afternoon. I'll be there to get it. They wash it up, get it cleaned up, and it's outside waiting for you. And and one gentleman has five classic cars down there, and he's always changing them. Wow. Uh, They're advertising as new and used autos and maintenance and storage, auto wash, detail, restoration. I haven't been there, but I, I need to get down and see the operation. Amy said it's just amazing. Okay. I have all of these vintage cars lined up. And like I said, if I had a vintage car there, I'd call them this morning and say, hey, I want to pick my car up in an hour, and I'll have it ready for me. Do they
4: Very refurbish? Good. Like re- yeah, refurbish? Yes, your, they do
1: refurbish.
4: It, yes. What's the name of this place, Joe?
33: I, I need to know.
1: Uh-oh. Bonnie's got James, the wheels turning for the James, Mustang.
33: JLB Auto Group and they're on uh, 3215 Southeast Grand Parkway in Stewart down in the Industrial Park
4: oh they're right here in Stewart okay yeah
33: very good yeah on US1 right off US1 there you go Bonnie
4: JLB Auto Group that's
33: great
4: what's your phone number Um, yeah yeah hand it out hand it out
33: 772-444-7414 got it and it's Giuliano or Lou I think they're brothers
16: Nice.
1: I know who Bonnie's going to be calling when we get off the air.
16: Oh, maybe, or maybe <laughs> I'm, we got, when I'm getting bored. Pressure washing
33: and cleaning. Sarah and Casey Wyatt are the owners. I don't okay. think there are any relation to the Wyatts. I Very didn't cool. ask them, but I don't think they have All any kinfolk right. here. Uh, they do pressure cleaning and seal seal coating, brick right. paper sealing, All roof right. cleaning and restoration. Seaside massage. Linda Schumacher. She's here in Stewart, Massage therapist. So um, right. and 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 Bonnie are. Uh, Amy's just plugging along, I mean, she's got – it's incredible how many people are are asking for information about the Chamber. Walking in off the street on the website, it's really it's, – it's amazing how great our business community is held up in this community.
1: Glad I, to hear it. I
33: keep saying we're in a bubble.
1: Yeah. Glad to hear it. Glad to hear everything's going well. That's Joe Catcherbone. He heads up the Stuart Martin Chamber of Commerce. He appears on this program each and every weekday. At this time, even when his phone is on silent and he's riding his horse. <laughs> <laughs> were, you a, were
4: you in a gallop
33: this morning? <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, a slow trot. <laughs> hey, Joe, make it a great day and we'll talk to you next week. No, you will, we
33: won't be talking next week, right? Oh, that's all right.
1: Vacations. That's right. That's right. We will not be talking next week. Uh, it'll be a blended show all week next week. That's okay. right.
4: I'm getting a break, so everybody's getting a break. Well,
1: yes. We all
33: deserve a vacation. Thank all thank right. You. No
1: problem. We'll all talk right. we'll to you, talk you soon. We'll talk in two weeks. All right. Enjoy. All right, bye bye now. Bye bye. 7:48. That reminds me, I gotta tell everybody. I totally forgot about that. I gotta let all our weekday guests (laughs) know. (laughs) (laughs) like Dr. Malay and Karen and and everybody else. Anyway, 748 right now, news time brought to you by St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin. Bonnie is standing by at the news desk uh, with an update. Uh, Good morning, Bonnie.
4: Good morning, Evan. A 17-year-old boy in Martin County died on Tuesday following a crash with a truck Friday night at Plant Bamboo, an off-road park off Southwest Martin Highway according to the Martin County Sheriff's Office. The Indian town. Boy who was not identified was in an off road vehicle when it collided with a truck, sheriff's spokeswoman Christine Kristefex said on Wednesday. Three people were in the vehicle as they crashed into a truck, Kristefex said. The 17 year old who was on the vehicle was injured and taken to the hospital, and Tuesday he passed away. It's not the first time mud-bogging events at Plant Bamboo have resulted in injuries, a T.C. Palm Report show. In February of 2016, four people were severely injured during a large mud-bogging event. Cindy Underhill, a representative with Plant Bamboo, said Wednesday an attorney advised them not to comment on the fatal incident. Our concerns are just with the family, Underhill said. The Friday night crash, which also injured an 18-year-old Jupiter girl and a 17-year-old Hope Sound boy, is now a traffic homicide investigation, according to Christofick. The three teens were on an off-road vehicle with no interior when the collision happened, she said. Martin County Tax Collector's offices remained closed for the eighth day in a row, and WPTV's Megan McRoberts has more on that story.
13: Another day and more customers of the Martin County Tax Collector's office are turned away. A sign says the office continues to deal with network issues, but the Attorney General's office tells us there are security issues, though no one is saying whether personal info has been jeopardized.
20: My husband,
13: who's in the blue shirt there, he has been going since the 18th, Monday the 18th. Jill Mealy headed north to St. Lucie County. The tax collector there has been trying to help Martin County residents access critical services.
14: We've helped thousands. We think we're somewhere around around 200, 250 customers per day that are coming in from Martin County.
13: St. Lucie County tax collector Chris Kraft says he also hasn't had much communication from Martin County tax collector Ruth Pietraszewski.
14: I have no idea what's happened. All I know is their system is down and we're doing everything we can to help.
13: And it wasn't Pietraszewski who first told Kraft what was going on.
14: We found out through a constituent of Martin County that their office was closed.
13: But he contacted her, offering to help Martin County residents like Jill. We're actually selling our boat we're moving out of state and we couldn't find the title. Or a dealership owner, Ahmed Savasir.
15: Yeah, tax, registrations, titles, you know, that's what we are trying to get.
13: Already delayed in getting people into new cars.
15: You have to tell people that it's going to be, there is a delay for We don't know how long.
13: Kraft expects the workload to get tougher to manage. Wednesday, Pietruszewski pulled the 14 employees she sent to help in St. Lucie back to Martin County for systems testing, according to Kraft. He's asking Martin and St. Lucie County residents to be patient.
14: We're going to have to bite the bullet here for a couple of days, but obviously my priority is with the St. Lucie County residents, and we're doing everything we can to help the Martin County residents.
13: All during a critical time, Kraft says the height of tax season begins next week.
14: Monday? All hell breaks loose for tax collectors across the state uh, because all the tax bills will actually probably go out in the mail this weekend. Megan McRoberts, WPTV, News Channel 5.
4: An Orlando police lieutenant could be alive today if Markeith Lloyd had stopped after shooting her three times. Orange Osceola chief medical examiner Dr. Joshua Stephanie testified at Lloyd's murder trial that it was the fourth shot to Deborah Clayton's neck while she lay on the ground that killed her.
25: The projectile entered her neck, uh, crossed while the cricoid cartilage, which is um, if you feel your neck, it's your Adam's apple, um, lacerated or fractured. That went across into her left chest, fractured three ribs.
4: The bullet then contused Clayton's upper lung before exiting her back. Lloyd is facing a possible death penalty for the killing of Clayton in 2017. And lastly, Krispy Kreme is giving out free donuts and coffee today for National First Responders Day. Cops, firefighters, and EMTs are all eligible, so are 911 operators, dispatchers, and search and rescue people. The Houston Astros, they bounce back in Game 2 of the World Series. They beat the Atlanta Braves yesterday 7-2. to uh, The Astros' bats woke up in Game 2 with a big second inning. And the series is now tied at one apiece, moves to Atlanta on Friday night. So tomorrow night, that first pitch will go out 8.09 p.m. News time is 7.53 with weather and traffic together next.
25: Three
1: three eight zero. Seven fifty four on the Get Up and Go show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for traffic and weather together, Bonnie.
4: Well, Evan, we are still showing that big backup on Federal Highway in the Hobe Sound area. So Federal Highway southbound, there is an accident at Southeast Petway Street and Highway US one. This is uh, right at the racetrack gas station. That area southbound, all of the southbound. Lanes uh, shut down in that area. So if you travel on that route to work, you'll probably want to take an alternate route this morning. There's an accident to the north of us also. Up in St. Lucie County, we see this accident on I-95 southbound in Hope Sound. No, actually, Fort Pierce make that. I-95 southbound Fort Pierce. This one at mile marker 131. You'll see activity, but there's no roadblock. And there's your latest look at traffic. 71 in palm city and in alicante spain it's a partly cloudy 66 more on the weather at WPTV.
32: today's
18: forecast increasing clouds and the chance for some strong to even severe thunderstorms later on this afternoon through the overnight hours as a very strong cold front moves on through high temperatures near records into the upper 80s a lot of humidity too tomorrow morning shower then clearing out turning very windy, highs in the mid-80s, and then cooler over the weekend. I'm WPTV First Alert meteorologist James Whelan on WSTU AM 1450, Martin County's Heritage Station.
22: Sometimes, ordinary tasks can become
7: extraordinary feats. With back, neck, or shoulder pain, that's why there's the Joint Chiropractic. As the official chiropractor of the University of Miami Hurricanes, the Joint Chiropractic helps keep people moving through everyday life and beyond. You never need an appointment or insurance, and we're open evenings and weekends. Keep moving. Come see our newest location
8: in Port St. Lucie for a free exam, consultation, and adjustment through Saturday. Visit
31: thejoint.com for details. (laughs) i <laughs>
32: you if you need a new roof, you want a reputable, reliable roofing company to install your new roof. Brilliant Roofing has an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. We've been in business for over 15 years and we're local to the Treasure Coast. We are quick, on time, and never leave your place a mess. All materials we use are top quality and made in the USA. We are trained, certified experts. Give Brilliant Roofing a call today for a free estimate. 772-485-0260. That's 772-485-0260.
0: Hey parents, keep your children active this season by training with the pros. The Miami Dolphins are hosting the Junior Dolphins football and dance clinics presented by FAIR throughout Miami-Dade with winter clinics starting November 26th and December 20th. Football clinics are taught by Junior Dolphins coaches and dance classes are led by the Miami Dolphins cheerleaders. These half-day sessions are available for boys and girls ages 4 to 14. Space is limited. Visit JuniorDolphins.com slash camps to secure your spot today.
3: 1-8000.
30: You're listening to WSTU Stewart.
29: They're working out a deal. I'm Dave Anthony. Fox News. President Biden will go to the Capitol in an hour expected to announce a framework agreement on the Democrats' social spending plan, which could then trigger a vote tonight or tomorrow on the bipartisan infrastructure bill. Progressives demand to be approved in tandem with the spending bill.
30: There was a last-minute push from the White House to get this done. Uh, We know that there's going to be a a framework released. Multiple sources saying that it's expected to land somewhere between $1.75 and $1.9 trillion. That is what congressional Democrats we're told to expect the last time they spoke with the president, uh, but this came together at the last minute. Some of the programs and the pay-fors were undergoing multiple iterations, uh, really undergoing surgery as recently as just last night.
29: Fox's Jackie Heinrich at the White House. All Republicans oppose the spending and tax hikes to fund. And House GOP leader Kevin McCarthy tells Fox it still might not come together. They're going to walk out demoralized, fighting among themselves because their policies are wrong. All this before the president leaves today for Europe, before a G20 summit of world leaders in Rome that a Climate Change Summit next week in Scotland. They've picked a jury, so a trial gets underway today in Charlottesville, Virginia, four years after a Unite the Right rally turned violent and deadly. Fox's Evan Brown is on the case live. Yeah, Dave, it's a federal lawsuit accusing
22: two dozen defendants of conspiring to violate rights of peaceful counter protesters who showed up to the 2017 Unite the Right rally that turned into chaos, resulting in violence against non whites and Jews and the death of Heather Heyer. One avowed neo-Nazi has already been convicted and sentenced to life in prison for her killing. The suit today is brought by a number of people injured in the rally and says the organizers planned it all on the Internet Network Discord. Dave. Evan, firefighters
29: will protest along with municipal workers in New York City today against a looming COVID vaccine mandate. If they don't get a shot by tomorrow, they'll be put on unpaid leave. America's listening to Fox News.
31: Use the symptom checker at identifyepi.com and schedule a visit or call with your doctor to ask,
27: Could I have EPI? Sponsored by AbbVie.
29: That framework agreement President Biden's expected to unveil today on the Democrat social spending plan does not include what had been a big provision, paid family and medical leave for Americans. West Virginia Senator Joe Manchin expressed reservations over the policy. To expand social programs
3: when you have trust funds that aren't they're going insolvent. I can't explain that. It doesn't make sense to me. Guaranteed family leave was a major part of President Biden's Build Back Better agenda. Dropping the provision will be a setback for progressives already frustrated over the reduced scope of a reconciliation bill fellow Senate Democrats say they will continue to lobby Mansion on family leave
26: options.
29: Jared Halpern,
26: Fox News.
29: We got an update on the accidental and deadly movie set shooting in New Mexico involving actor Alec Baldwin.
28: Santa Fe County Sheriff Adam Mendoza joined Santa Fe District Attorney Mary Carmack Altweiz for a press conference on the heels of the tragic accidental shooting of cinematographer Helena Hutchins at the hands of actor Alec Baldwin in regards to charges against Baldwin as producer Mendoza said when they gather all the statements and interviews, that decision will be weighed by the DA. Mendoza said they discovered 500 rounds on set. Blanks, dummy rounds, and actual live rounds among the three firearms found. Michelle Polino, Fox
29: News. We'll get an update on the economy in about a half hour. A GDP report on economic growth in the third quarter. We'll also find out if weekly unemployment claims kept up a declining trend. And before that, on Wall Street, stocks may rise back up. Futures are higher the day after selling the drop the Dow from its record high. The Astros get even at baseball's World Series. Pitch. That's it. Astros take game two. The final out on Fox and the Houston Astros 7-2 win over the Atlanta Braves. Game three will be tomorrow night. I'm Dave Anthony. This is Fox News.
8: Visit their website, europeansync.com. No hype, just facts. I'm Casey, and I invite you to tune into the Casey Ingram Show at my new time, Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Hear from community leaders, learn about some of our great nonprofit organizations, get the latest updates from our elected officials, and meet the candidates. Even rock and roll legends have joined the show from time to time. I'm conservative but not divisive, bringing you the talk of the community. It is a fun and interesting hour beginning at 10 a.m. every Wednesday on WSTU AM 1450 and Facebook Live at the Casey Ingram Show.
11: A grateful community says congratulations to Nancy Smith for a lifetime of dedication to journalism from serving as a managing editor of the Stewart News to the president of the Florida Society of Newspaper Editors. You're invited to join Senator Gail Harrell, former Senate President Ken Pruitt, and former Stuart Mayor Joan Jefferson for a fundraising event for the Nancy and Michael Smith Endowed Scholarship. Thursday, October 28, 5 to 7, Indian River State College, Chastain Campus in Stewart. The scholarship will continue Nancy Smith's contribution to those striving to achieve the American dream. So please join us October 28th at Indian River State College, Martin County Chastain Campus from 5 to 7. Visit the station website, WPSL.com, WSTU1450.com, and click Nancy Smith for more information.
7: Evan
1: and Bonnie. Thank you very much, Mr. Announcer. Hour number three for you and me. This does
30: not strike me as a sexy romantic time, it but better okay. Not.
1: Uh, it better not. Yodulation. Wow, we have a yodeler on the program. You're fired. What? No. No. There's just no way you can fire me. That's not allowed. It's 8.08 on the morning show. Mr. Clock, what time is it?
3: It's now 8.08 a.m. This is not headline news. Bill Murray will appear in the next Ant-Man movie, which makes sense since every Marvel movie feels like we're living the same day over and over again. TikTok struck a deal to put Led Zeppelin's entire music catalog on their site, which made TikTokers ask, Who is this Led Zeppelin guy?
16: There are rumors
3: Bed Bath & Beyond is struggling. Cuts to their marketing budget could mean you'll only receive eight email coupons a day. And a company called Archie McPhee is selling hot dog flavored candy canes.
0: And if you have these hanging from your Christmas tree this year, you might be a redneck.
1: This is not Headline News. If it's not Headline News, we're getting right to the stupid stuff. Wow. And now it's time for Stupid News.
8: It's so stupid and awesome.
3: Where we ask the important questions. Are some people too stupid to
1: live? Why are people so stupid? 809 is the time. Oh, wow, I just made a rhyme.
4: I guess you did.
1: 809 is the time, and I made a rhyme.
4: All a right, three times a rhyme. Wow.
1: All right. I'll probably never have that happen again.
4: (laughs) I'm sure you will. You're you're going to have it once or twice more, maybe. Even before the end of the year, Evan.
1: We'll see. Let's go to North Carolina, where a gentleman, I don't want to say a gentleman, how about a man, in North Carolina was driving with his five kids this past Sunday when there was a wreck up ahead. So he immediately stops to help out the folks that were in the wreck. One of the people involved in a crash was a woman named Markle Hannah Cox. Markle Hancox. And when she saw the man jump out to help, she returned the favor. You know how she returned the favor?
4: She handed him a sandwich?
1: Nope. She jumped into his SUV and stole it. With his five kids still inside. Were
4: these little bitty kids?
1: Yes. Little tiny children? They were little
4: tots. What in the world?
1: She drove less than a mile before pulling over in the parking lot of a hotel. Then she took off on foot, but police caught up with her nearby. All five kids are okay. They were pretty freaked out, as you would expect, but none of them were hurt.
4: That goes to show that you just can't trust anyone, and I think... If I were that man with five children in the vehicle, I might have just passed that one up. Yeah. Look look out for the kids a little bit more.
1: Well, the woman is facing charges for leaving the scene of an accident, larceny of a motor vehicle, and five counts of second-degree kidnapping. Oh. Yeah. I mean, here's a guy that wanted to do a good deed and help somebody, and instead he becomes the victim, and the woman stole the car with the five kids inside.
4: Yeah, you just can't trust anybody.
1: No, not at all. A forty six year old woman of I'm sorry, a forty six year old woman over where Mark Hales lives in the United Kingdom named Claire Vickers recently broke into a water park with her friend, forty four year old Barry Douglas. It was around two o'clock in the morning and they were both drunk. Now, they got in by crawling under a fence. Once they were in, they made their way to a set of water slides. But the water wasn't on, Bonnie. Mm
10: -hmm. So
1: they splashed down one of the slides to make it slick is what they did. They splashed water on it. It was a big yellow slide that's a straight shot down, the kind you go really fast on.
4: And this was at what time of the morning? Two in the morning. This is a really stupid thing to do.
1: Oh, it's getting better. It was really dark out, and they were too drunk to realize that the end of the slide was blocked off. Oh. They both went down oh and hit the barrier. Did they
4: break their feet?
1: They oh. hit the barrier at the bottom, of, and and you you nailed it. They shattered their ankles. Claire broke one, and Barry broke both of his. Neither of them could walk, and nobody was around. So they had to bang on the side... ...of the slide for two hours until somebody heard them. Wow. Then it took another hour to get help.
4: They couldn't even get up to help themselves. They were so injured.
1: Nope. (gasps) This all happened in August of this year, but we're just now finding out about it. Claire spent two and a half weeks in the hospital, and they're both still in wheelchairs recovering. The good news is the water park decided not to press charges, but if you feel bad for them, you won't after this. They want to sue the water park for not having a security guard or better fencing to prevent oh, them from breaking in.
4: No way. Yes way. No way. I yes ho- way. I hope they don't get their day with that lawsuit. Yes way. That, you know, actually, they should consider themselves lucky, Evan, that, yeah. that they had a block or a barrier at the end. Mm-hmm. You know, in that water park, they could have been doing slide construction mm-hmm. where maybe... That slide was even cut off at the other side. There
1: may not have even been water or on the other side of that barrier. Or they
4: could have gone flying in the air, who yep. knows where. Yep. Maybe they should consider themselves even lucky that, that there was a blockage.
1: Because some water slides have that, that down, and then it soups up like that, and yep. you go flying in the air and you land in the water. That could have happened also. And
4: maybe landing in that water, maybe there wouldn't be water in that pool underneath yeah. going Undergoing some sort of construction or that sort of thing, do Ooh, yeah. they have the right to sue a water park for that? I'm, I guess they have every right, but I'm disgusted. Wow. I would be, I'm, I'm kind of disgusted by that. Drunk in the first place, breaking in there in the middle mm-hmm. of the night and uh, having their hooting, hollering fun. Yeah. I, not good. That's just not right.
1: Not good. Not good at all. Let's go to Taiwan, where a man named Yi, YE, Y-E Recently wore himself Isn't out. Isn't
4: that Kanye? He stole Kanye West's new name.
1: I, I guess. Kanye I
4: is going by now, I, Ye now. Y e. He's
1: going by or Ye or Yi or Yo. I,
4: I think it's Y e. The I don't know. the uh, other end of uh, the Y e in Kanye.
1: Well, a guy in Taiwan whose name was Yi recently wore himself self out cleaning, so he decided to take a nap. Okay, he decided to take a nap. Wore himself out cleaning. He was cleaning.
4: How long was he cleaning for? Not hours sh- and not, hours not not on sure. end? Not sure. Maybe, maybe he started at 3 or 4 in not the morning.
1: Sure. Well, he took his clothes off and laid down on the floor. But at some point, he was woken up by a very sharp pain in his groin area. Oh, yeah. So he looked down and saw a centipede oh. on his private parts.
6: Oh, my gosh. Oh, apparently, what a nightmare.
1: Apparently, the centipede bit him, and it was still latched on. Oh, so Yi freaked oh. and crushed the centipede with his fist, but he still needed <laughs> medical attention because he hit himself he so hard. Crushed his own
4: private. Yes.
20: Oh my gosh. Yes. So
1: he went to the hospital, got all patched up. But here's a twist: Yi's insurance company contacted him and told him that he was entitled to a payout due to the bite. It's unclear what he got, but they covered his loss of income while he was recovering. Well,
4: that's a good thing. You know, that awful centipede went there, and, you know, it wasn't Yee's fault. No. And I'm I'm glad his medical insurance would be covering that sort of thing mm-hmm. if he had to be out of work. And, man, that, it sounds like that centipede just launched onto it like a leech, like a bloodsucker or something.
1: <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I don't know. But He the, must have the,
4: liked it there. The thing
1: is, though, Yee punched himself <laughs> in the groin and injured himself even worse.
4: I think the insurance company might be looking at that was a natural reaction of Yee's. I guess. And, yeah. I
1: guess. Maybe we'll contact Yee and find <laughs> out how his situation is going on. Uh, we're going to stay here in the state of Florida right now where a 90-year-old man named Thomas Conrad got all worked up last Saturday when he thought his neighbor's gardener was stepping onto his lawn. So he started harassing him about it, Uh. and it must have been really loud because the neighbor, 46-year-old Jack Henson, came outside and told Thomas just to shut up and cool it. And they started arguing, and Thomas hurled some profanities and threatened to punch Jack in the face. So Jack said to go ahead, and if he did, he'd call the police, and that's exactly what happened. Hmm. Thomas punched Jack in the face twice, so Jack called the police, and when they arrived, Thomas tried to use the he told me to do it excuse. He told me to punch him in the face, so I did. All right. The cops arrested him for misdemeanor battery and tacked on a charge for resisting arrest because Thomas was also trying to kick them off his property. He's out of jail on a $2,000 bond.
4: Hmm. So Thomas was the only one out of that situation there for yeah. getting in trouble with the And he the tried law. the
1: old, he told me to do it, so I did it. That just doesn't work.
4: Yeah, if I, he tells you yeah. to jump
1: off a building, are you gonna jump?
4: I wonder how far the gardener was. Um, was the gardener actually intruding on his property? Mm-hmm. Was Was he gardening on on Tom's property a little bit in that story? Mm. That's what I kind of got from it. Yeah,
1: like, I I don't know.
4: I, so I don't I don't know that whole situation I, I to say.
1: I don't know. I think I think he was on his property a little bit. Um, let's go to Cleveland, where some lady caught her mailman urinating on her mailbox last month. Oh,
4: gosh. The mailman?
1: The mailman, yes. They always what? blame things on the mailman. He was urinating on her mailbox. Oh my and it wasn't the first time that he'd done this. She recently moved into a new apartment, and her landlord told her there was an ongoing issue with a mailman who wouldn't stop urinating on the mailboxes. So when she saw him do it, She confronted the mailman. It's not clear if he urinated on the base of the mailbox or farther up the post, but he started yelling at her and poured out a water bottle, apparently to wash away the urine. So she called the police, who tracked the mailman down, and before they even asked him a question, he told them he had just spilled his water bottle lying of course yeah so that seems suspicious he denied the whole thing and called the allegation crazy but the police said the mailbox smelled like urine cited him for public indecency and they took him to jail
4: maybe that mailman was just marking his territory maybe he didn't want any other mailmen to come upon it
1: through rain sleet (laughs) snow and urine they always deliver
4: there should have been some snow. At least he could have gone in the snowbank instead it of their turned mailbox. Yellow.
1: Uh, lastly, That's Mon- a
4: crazy story, I know. Evan. <laughs> in, all right, lastly, here's
1: one more for you. In Montgomery County, Washington, a 19 year old boy stole a delivery driver's car and then led police on a wild chase through several neighborhoods, leaving a path of destruction. The teenager jumped into a Chevy Camaro that a food delivery driver had left running. When an officer found and tried to approach the Camaro, the suspect rammed the officer's cruiser Mm. and fled the scene. The teen allegedly rammed another police car
4: while he was in the officer's cruiser and crashed
1: into six other vehicles. The Camaro ultimately overturned three miles down the road where it was reported stolen. The suspect tried to run but was quickly caught by officers. He was identified as Demontre Satterwhite Walker who now faces a slew of charges, including motor vehicle theft, first-degree assault. At least no injuries were reported in this incident.
4: Wild teenagers these days. And I wonder if the food driver got his uh, vehicle back
1: um, um, unscathed. He, uh, I don't know about that. Probably the, not. <laughs> the Camaro had lots of dings and dents Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. So, um... That's uh that's that. Anyway, wild uh,
4: teens, right?
1: Yes, uh teens, you know you know the old the uh, the old uh, show there was called Girls Gone Wild. Yeah. Well, now they have Teens Gone Wild. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. There's your stupid news uh, for Thursday. It's time for the Precious Metals report. Uh, brought to you by St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin. Gold opening up at $1,807.10 an ounce. Silver opening up $27.16 an ounce. That's the precious metal support. It's all brought to you by St. Lucy Jewelry and Coin. Lucy Jewelry and Coin.
26: The first time I stepped into St. Lucie Jewelry and Coins, I figured it would just be one of my many stops on my road to the perfect engagement ring. My fiancé means the world to me, so I wanted something extra special.
1: on the Get Up and Go show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for news once again. Bonnie is standing by with the morning headlines at the news desk. Bonnie, take it away.
4: Thanks, Evan. Pressure is mounting for Florida Surgeon General Dr. Joe Ladapo to step down. Even so, the governor's office is not flinching. WPTV's Capitol reporter, Forrest Saunders, with the story.
9: Surgeon General Ladipo is now facing a crescendo of high-ranking Democrats wanting him gone. The state's party chair, the ag commissioner, and now...
10: I am calling on Governor Ron DeSantis to pull back this nomination.
9: U.S. Rep. Charlie Crist, the 2022 candidate for governor, calling Lattipo's masking rebuff with Senator Tina Polsky, a cancer patient, inappropriate.
10: Why not adhere to the simple, decent request to wear a mask in her presence...
9: The doctors defended himself, saying in a statement he offered alternatives like meeting outside or staying in the hallway. And that masks prevent him from communicating, quote, clearly and effectively.
33: I I don't understand how we have a Surgeon General who does not believe in masks.
9: Senator Chevron Jones not buying it, saying if Latipo isn't withdrawn, he'll vote against confirmation expected next year. Senate Democrats also meeting in November to discuss united opposition.
11: I don't think he's qualified. How to be the surgeon general? I'm sure there are other more qualified individuals.
9: But even with the full support of the caucus, it'll be tough to stop LATIPO. The GOP controls the upper chamber and is likely to back DeSantis' nominee. Even if they don't, under Florida law, Latipo could still serve for two years. So it really comes down to the governor. It's unfortunate
2: the situation unfolded like it did.
9: And is LT telling us the administration is standing firm.
12: Unfortunately, we'll just chalk it up to a difference of opinion. Um, But uh, of course, the, the, the governor stands behind his choice for Surgeon General.
4: The Martin County School District could soon implement a new kind of kiosk on school campuses aimed at improving school safety. WPTV's Derek Lowe has that story.
24: It's a move that Martin County schools say has not been done before. The district is looking to pilot a new safety kiosk for first responders at no charge. Every school should get it.
12: Every school, it doesn't matter what age group, what age division.
24: If approved by the board next month, each of the 26 campuses would receive the kiosk, loaded with belts capable of treating as many as
16: 10 people. So inside the pack, we have um, tourniquets, quick clots, bandages, everything you would need to to render aid to to somebody who's hurt.
24: Frank Frangella, the district security director, says in the event of a tragedy on campus, law enforcement and paramedics would have access to more life-saving resources.
16: If we have a lot of people that are injured, we won't necessarily have enough equipment with that fire rescue truck. So what this does is it bridges that gap. It gives us a little more.
12: I know some
6: people are like, oh, you know, it makes it feel unsafe. It's not about, it's just about having that extra safety.
24: For our students. District leaders say school information and advertisements could also be posted on either of the two screens of the kiosk. If approved, the safety devices could be ready to go on campuses by the end of the school year.
16: That's as simple as just taking them right out of the pack, and one of these packs could um, treat two, kids, two students or, or two people.
24: In Stuart, I'm Derek Lowe, WPTV.
4: The former police resource officer on duty during the Parkland school massacre says he will not make a deal with prosecutors. Scott Peterson is charged with child neglect for not going in and directly confronting the shooter.
23: If you knew
16: that Nicholas Cruz was in the building and you believed that there was an active shooter in there, damn right. That's, we're there to protect this Everybody.
4: Peterson claims he and many others didn't know where the gunfire was coming from. The shooting left 17 people dead and 17 others injured. Well, lastly, the Santa Fe County Sheriff's Office said Wednesday that the actual lead projectile that was fired has been recovered from Rust Director Joel Souza's shoulder and is believed to be a live round discharged by Alec Baldwin on the set of The Western that ended in tragedy last week. Speaking at a news conference, Sheriff Aiden Mendoza said his office believes the projectile that injured Souza, age 48, is the same live round that killed cinematographer For Halna Hutchins, age 42, on the New Mexico set on October 21st, I think the facts are clear. A weapon was handed to Mr. Baldwin. The weapon is functional and fired a live round, killing Ms. Hutchins and injuring Mr. Souza. Mendoza said. As to how a live round was placed and not discovered in the 45 Long Colt revolver that Baldwin was using for the Western, Mendoza said the investigation is continuing. There were a small number of people directly nearby during the October 21st incident, and there was no footage of the rehearsal. The sheriff's office is continuing to interview the 100 people who worked on the movie set. The Miami Dolphins have a new quarterback, but it's not Deshaun Watson. Although the disgruntled Houston Texans star has been the focus of reports linking him to Miami for months, instead the team signed former Central Connecticut State quarterback Jake Daligata to the practice squad on Wednesday. The slumping Dolphins are one in six who have lost six straight since their season opening win at New England. Newstime 828 will have weather and traffic together next.
32: If you need a new roof, you want a reputable, reliable roofing company to install your new roof. Brilliant Roofing has an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. We've been in business for over 15 years, and we're local to the Treasure Coast. We are quick, on time, and never leave your place a mess. All materials we use are top quality and made in the USA. We are trained, certified experts. Give Brilliant Roofing a call today for a free estimate. 772-485-0260. That's 772-485-0260. 8.29
1: 8:29 right now in the Get Up and Go show with Evan and Bonnie. It's time for traffic and weather together. Bonnie, how's that situation on US1 going on right now?
4: Well, as we're looking, we're going to see if these lanes have opened up. Nope. Uh, US Highway One, Federal Highway down in the Hope Sound area. There is that accident uh, going on at US1 and Southeast Petway Street in Hope Sound. So, Federal Highway southbound, uh, those lanes are still shut down in that area. So you want to seek some alternate routes this morning. We see another accident in Port St. Lucie. This is uh, I-95 at uh, Olive Garden and Gatlin Boulevard. It looks like uh, there's no uh, roadblock from that vehicle crash right there. So uh, you're going to see some activity too in that area, but uh, traffic is at least getting through at the moment. Port St. Lucie I-95 northbound, are, there is one more accident. The I-95 northbound at mile marker 121 in Port St. Lucie is where this vehicle crash is. No roadblock from it. If you see something, say something. Give us a call: 220-9788. 220 WSTU. Right now, we have uh, 72 in Stewart. It's also uh, 71 in Port St. Lucie. Here's more on the forecast at WPTV.
18: Today's forecast, increasing clouds and the chance for some strong to even severe thunderstorms later on this afternoon through the overnight hours as a very strong cold front moves on through. High temperatures near records into the upper 80s, a lot of humidity too. Tomorrow morning, shower, then clearing out turning very windy, highs in the mid-80s, and then cooler over the weekend. I'm WPTV First Alert meteorologist James Whelan on WSTU AM 1450, Martin County's Heritage Station.
20: Mornings are better with the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie on WSTU. 834
1: on the Get Up and Go Show with Evan and Bonnie. And it's time to go for a trip to outer space with the captain himself, Captain Randy Siegel of the SS. Legal Enterprise. Good morning, Captain.
23: Good morning, Admiral Nine.
1: Hmm, Admiral, okay.
23: Sure, why not?
1: Call me General.
23: Okay, General. Thank you. Generally, you're good. Thank you. All right, it was 1971 that Britain launched its first satellite on a British rocket, the Blackburnt rocket for Britain. It's not the first satellite that they ever had in orbit, because they had in orbit an Ariane 1 spacecraft back in 1962, but that was launched by a U.S. rocket. In 1974, Russia's Luna 23 reached the surface of the moon with a mission to bring back samples to Earth. only problem is, is when they landed, the spacecraft tipped over on its side and, as a result, was unable to return any samples. What was really interesting was that even though it was on its side, it fired its engines on the moon. And in 2009, we had the test flight of the Ariane 1X rocket. This was a first-stage prototype designed for the Ariane 1 rocket, which, going to be, which was going to be NASA's next vehicle to launch spacecrafts, namely the Orion spacecraft, into orbit. However, it was a short-lived vehicle that really never took off, if you'll pardon the expression. Speaking about taking off, we've learned that the South Korean NERI rocket carrier that failed to put a satellite in orbit. The problem was due to a third stage underburn. And as a result, South Korea says they are planning to launch at least five more times on a NEARI carrier to put satellites into orbit. On board the International Space Station, they're getting ready to receive another module that was launched last night. At 8 o'clock last evening, the Progress 79 spacecraft was placed into orbit. And now it continues its trek to move closer and closer to the International Space Station. After it has made 33 orbits of the Earth, it will dock with the Zvezda module tomorrow evening at 9.34 p.m. Everything looks good so far in the work that that vehicle is doing. They're also getting ready to launch over the weekend the next crew to the International Space Station. As we've told you, that crew will launch at 2.21 a.m. and consists of astronauts Raja Shari, Thomas Marshburn, Kayla Barron, and Matthias Moore from the European Space Agency. What makes it interesting is that when Mora is launched, he will become the 60th, I'm sorry, the 600th person to go into space. But everything looks good. They're doing science work on board the station. The vehicles are doing what they're supposed to do. And now Russia is getting ready to launch in the coming months. Excuse me. Uh, They now announced November 24th that they will launch their Preachell module to the International Space Station. The Preachell module is an important station, and it will dock with the science module, Nayuka up there. Preachell has five ports for receiving manned and cargo ships at the International Space Station. Japan is planning to launch on November 7th its Epsilon rocket, where they hope to place into orbit two satellites that will help Japan continue their science research in space. Japan has been involved in many launches taking place and this is just one more for them. Space tourists are a distraction to crews that are on board the International Space Station. That's the word from Russia Cosmos Director General Dmitry Rogozin. He says that if you want to have tourists go into space, that they should go onto a special module that's designed for tourists. He said that Russia is developing that module along with other companies developing similar type instruments. He feels that the tourists that go into space even though they're paying to go there and the countries are getting good money, that it is a distraction for the professional astronauts that are up there who are trying to do their work. We also know that during the mission that had Yulina Persaud and Klim Shropenko fly to the International Space Station to film that movie, Challenge, that they've learned valuable information about individuals going up as well as problems that could be inured if they had an actual operation that had to be done on an astronaut while they're in space. He said they learned about emergency procedures as well as additional equipment that would be necessary in order for them to be able to protect a cosmonaut or astronaut. Well, we've now gone to where the COVID vaccine is affecting United Launch Alliance in Decatur, Georgia. The employees are quite upset that they're going to be forced to take shots for the COVID-19 or else they may be laid off. This is something that is reaching ahead, and we'll keep you apprised of how important it is. Tomorrow, we'll tell you about perseverance and ingenuity on, the, on Mars and China launching another Earth Resources satellite. So until tomorrow, have a great day, everybody. That's Randy Siegel
1: with the space support. I should say Captain Randy Siegel. With the Space Report, he's on the program each and every weekday, giving us a fantastic update on all things pertaining to NASA. And of course, when you hear this music, it just should tell you what we're going to talk about. Because it's one of the happiest places on Earth, besides Disney World, (laughs) to go and have lunch at.
4: And, you know, it's such a happy time, too, Evan, as Mm. we're getting closer to Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. At Ellie's Deli, they are getting ready to give you the Thanksgiving dinner 2021. And Chef Mark has a whole turkey that you can get to include one quart of gravy, includes cranberry relish. This turkey at 18 to 20 pounds for $65. Or uh, get your turkey dinner set uh, at $29.95 per person. Turkey dinner... Per person to include sliced turkey, white and dark meat, cranberry relish. The gravy is included. Mm, mm. Three delicious side items of your choice. Like you always have to have green bean casserole with a mm. turkey meal, I think. Maybe the stage, sage stuffing mm. made fresh from the deli. Maybe a truffle asparagus. Sautéed Brussels with bacon and shallots.
16: Oh, it's so good.
4: Vanilla butternut squash. Oh, all of that included. And you want to get in on this now by calling Chef Mark at Ellie's Deli today. Call 772-781-6605. All orders must be secured with a credit card. 772-781-6605. Ellie's Downtown Deli has a full menu available for takeout, plus their fabulous desserts as well. They have a full-service deli with dining inside and out. Have them cater your next event. Call 772-781-6605 to order and pick up today. They're located at 18 Southeast 6th Street, just off Colorado and Stewart. Call 772-781-6605. Ellie's Downtown Deli in Stewart.
1: 8.43 right now on the Get Up and Go show with Evan Abani. It's time for news one final time this morning. All brought to you by St. Lucie Jewelry and Coin. Make sure and stop in and say hello and say hi to Hawk Levy. Bonnie standing by with a final news report this morning at the news desk. Take it away, Bonnie.
4: Some of Florida's top Democrats are calling on the state Senate to reject the nomination of Dr. Joseph Ledapo as Surgeon General. Congressman and candidate for Governor Charlie Crist points out that Ledapo has only been in office for two months.
10: But it took him no time to make clear that his appointment to the office of Surgeon General was a political appointment aimed at, above all, serving Governor DeSantis and his political agenda, not the people of Florida.
4: The has been under fire because of his refusal to wear a mask in the office of a state senator undergoing treatment for breast cancer. Martin County tax collectors' offices remain closed for the eighth day in a row. WPTV's Megan McRoberts has more on the story.
13: Another day and more customers of the Martin County Tax Collector's office are turned away. A sign says the office continues to deal with network issues, but the Attorney General's office tells us there are security issues, though no one is saying whether personal info has been jeopardized.
20: My husband, who's in the
13: blue shirt there, he has been going since the 18th, Monday the 18th. Jill Mealy headed north to St. Lucie County. The tax collector there has been trying to help Martin County residents access critical services.
14: We've helped thousands. We think we're somewhere around 200-250 customers per day that are coming in from Martin County.
13: St. Lucie County tax collector Chris Kraft says he also hasn't had much communication from Martin County tax collector Ruth Pietruszewski.
14: I have no idea what's happened. All I know is their system is down and we're doing everything we can to help.
13: And it wasn't Pietruszewski who first told Kraft what was going on.
14: We found out through a constituent of Martin County that their office was closed.
13: But he contacted her offering to help Martin County residents like Jill. We're actually selling our boat, so we're moving out of state and we couldn't find the title. Or a dealership owner, a med Savasir.
15: Yeah, tax, registrations, titles, you know, that's what we are trying to get.
13: Already delayed in getting people into new cars.
15: You have to tell people that it's going to be, there is a delay for We don't know how long.
13: Kraft expects the workload to get tougher to manage. Wednesday, Pietricewski pulled the 14 employees she sent to help in St. Lucie back to Martin County for systems testing, according to Kraft. He's asking Martin and St. Lucie County residents to be patient.
14: We're going to have to bite the bullet here for a couple days, but obviously my priority is with the St. Lucie County residents, and we're doing everything we can to help the Martin County residents.
13: All during a critical time. Kraft says the height of tax season begins next week.
14: Monday? All hell breaks loose for tax collectors across the state uh, because all the tax bills will actually probably go out in the mail this weekend.
13: Megan McRoberts, WPTV News Channel 5.
4: After the Parkland shooting in 2018, the state commission recommended that law enforcement and school districts communicate better with families during emergency situations. WPTV's Ryan Hughes has more.
16: Get your badges ready, make sure you swipe your badge and have a seat.
17: Fourth graders at Citrus Grove Elementary in Palm City stepping onto the school bus and swiping their student badge.
16: Hey, get
17: your seatbelt on. The class is participating in an evacuation drill in case there is ever a
16: crisis on campus. This is something new, it's not out there. The first time we're testing it.
17: The Martin County School District giving WPTV a first look at cutting-edge technology being used to help reunite students with their parents in an emergency
16: situation. But the way this system differs from every other system, it starts off at the actual evacuation site.
17: Frank Frangella, the district safety and security director, helped build the new reunification system with the company Reaxiom. Technology through iPads is already being used to help track bus riders. Very good. But now there's another layer. Students will first swipe their badge when they get on the school
16: bus. We can pull that emergency contact information in real time send out a a message to the parents and guardians saying your child is on the bus and headed to this location.
17: The district will then use the iPads to send an automatic alert directly to parents, telling them exactly where they can pick up their child.
6: It's the idea that by integrating these technologies, they have a bird's eye view of what's going on and can better communicate to families maybe the right next steps.
17: The goal is to reunite families faster, cut down on the confusion and chaos, and prevent parents from immediately showing up at school if an emergency is happening.
16: So we want to make sure that we have Everybody accounted for in the quickest time possible.
17: So the next step training will begin for all administrators, and the district is looking to use this technology right away. In Martin County, Ryan Hughes, WPTV, News Channel 5.
4: In Martin County, a 17-year-old boy died Tuesday following a crash with a truck Friday night at Plant Bamboo, an off-road park off Southwest Martin Highway according to the Martin County Sheriff's Office. The Indian Town boy who was not identified was in an off-road vehicle when it collided with a truck. Sheriff spokeswoman Christine Christofek said Wednesday three people were in the vehicle as they crashed into a truck, Christofek said. The 17-year-old who was on the vehicle was injured and taken to the hospital, and Tuesday he passed away. It's not the first time mud-bogging events at Plant Bamboo have resulted in injuries, T.C. Palm reports show. In February 2016, four people were severely injured during a large mud-bogging event. Cindy Underhill, a representative with Plant Bamboo, said Wednesday an attorney advised them not to comment on the fatal incident. Our concerns are just with the family, Underhill said. The Friday night crash, which also injured an 18-year-old Jupiter girl and a 17-year-old Sound boy, is now a traffic homicide investigation, according to Christofick. The three teens were on an off vehicle with no interior when the collision happened, she said. Lastly, Florida's COVID-19 cases are decreasing. Yesterday, the CDC reported just over 1,800 new COVID-19 cases in the state. No new deaths were added to the report. Arizona Cardinals defensive end J.J. Watt will undergo what is now likely to be season-ending soldier shoulder surgery, rather. Sources told ESPN's Adam Schefter Wednesday night. No date has been set for the surgery. Watt is in his first year with the first-place club. He injured his shoulder in the second quarter Sunday, yet still managed to play the rest of the game with the injury. Now, earlier uh, yesterday, the Cardinals said that Watt had been ruled out of tonight's game when they play the Green Bay Packers. News time is 849. We'll have weather and traffic together next. The first
26: time I stepped into St. Lucie Jewelry and Coins, I figured it would just be one of my many stops on my road to the perfect engagement ring.
1: 8.52 right now on the Get Up and Go show. Yeah, I forgot to turn the microphone oh, on and started okay. talking. <laughs>
4: Yeah, that's you know. I'm
1: such a dunce. No,
4: that'll happen once in a while. <laughs> All
1: right, it's time for traffic and weather together. Bonnie has a final look outside. Bonnie, what's that situation going on on federal highways? It's still a, uh, a cluster or what?
4: Yes, it still looks like the southbound lanes on federal highway in the Hope Sound area are still shut down. So, you know, if you take that route to work in the morning, you might want to take an alternate. We've seen an accident on federal highway right by racetrack. Gas station in Hope Sound. This is at U.S. 1 and Southeast Petway Street and on U.S. Highway 1 southbound. Looks like those southbound lanes still closed for traffic. Uh, We saw that accident, too, up in Port St. Lucie on I-95 in Gatlin. That one has cleared. So uh, everything else looking good at the moment. And that's your latest look at traffic. Stewart, we have 73, and in Brick Township, New Jersey, this morning, it's 49. Here's our weather update at WPTV.
18: Today's forecast, increasing clouds and the chance for some strong to even severe thunderstorms later on this afternoon through the overnight hours as a very strong cold front moves on through. High temperatures near records into the upper 80s, a lot of humidity, too. Tomorrow morning, shower, then clearing out turning very windy, highs in the mid-80s, and then cooler over the weekend. I'm WPTV First Alert Meteorologist James Whelan on WSTU AM 1450, Martin County's Heritage Station. So, have you heard
30: this one?
1: Do you use catering services for client seminars and other marketing activities? Do you sometimes have working lunches? Ellie's Downtown Deli has great fresh food and first-class presentation. Do you know how important it is to make a great impression? Well, you'll make that great impression with chef-prepared business catering from Ellie's Downtown Deli. From simple lunchbox drop-offs to buffet setup and breakdown, you'll always enjoy tasty cuisine tastefully presented. And with Ellie's Downtown Deli, going first class for them is second to none. So why not enjoy lunch right outside on their patio area?
7: This is Chef Mark Muller of Ellie's Downtown Deli. Drop on by
1: or give us a call to find out why our business, catering, means business for your business. Ellie's Downtown Deli, located at 18 Southeast 6th Street in Stewart. Just off Colorado Avenue. Call 772-781-6605 or visit Ellie'sDowntownDeli.com.
8: No hype, just facts. I'm Casey, and I invite you to tune into the Casey Ingram Show at my new time, Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Hear from community leaders, learn about some of our great nonprofit organizations, get the latest updates from our elected officials, and meet the candidates. Even rock and roll legends have joined the show from time to time. I'm conservative, but not divisive, bringing you the talk of the community. It is a fun and interesting hour beginning at 10 a.m. every Wednesday on WSTU AM 1450 and Facebook Live at the Casey Ingram Show.
7: Let's get back to the Get Up and Go Show. Here's Evan and Bonnie.
17: If you're looking forward to Little Debbie's Christmas Tree Cakes, you're going to love
30: their new Little Debbie Christmas Tree Ice Cream. And if you love their ice
17: cream, get ready for something a little different. Little Karen Christmas Cakes, made with all-white flour and vanilla. Little Karen Cakes will have you screaming for more. But be careful, because they can be a little salty and sour and leave a bad taste in your mouth. Little Karen Christmas Cakes.
26: Buy some right now, or we will ask to
0: talk to the manager. Speak manager please new from privileged and entitled foods
1: little karen cakes if they come out with little karen cakes i'm gonna run as fast as i can
4: but they can't replace now they can't replace little debbie cakes No.
1: oh my gosh i I used to be addicted to those things
4: yeah and little debbie she's always been around you know and i don't think little debbie ever went anywhere unless little karen cakes chase little debbie cakes away
1: the little debbie cakes I used to love to buy the Swiss Rolls, the Little Debbie Swiss Rolls. They would come two to a package, and it was just chocolate cake with this white cream filling.
4: Oh, yeah. Those were some good ones weren't they? And it was
1: decadence. Yeah. Decadence. Now, Gavin, he likes the Little Debbie brownies. He's, like, addicted to those brownies. Anytime we go to the grocery store... It's like, "Dad, can you pick some brownies up? I'm out of brownies."
4: Is that the one with the white frosting swirl on? No, the that's top?
1: that's the devil's food one. The brownies are the ones that are the le- legit brownies and oh, they have man. like little M&M morsels on top.
4: Oh, okay. I I don't yeah. know if I've seen those. Yeah. But with M&M morsels, that they're good. That sounds divine. They're also
1: lots of calories, too, <laughs> which it, is something way out of my league.
4: Could you believe what I heard with their I'm um, coming out with the candy cane that tastes like hot dogs?
1: Oh, yes! I read about that. That's (laughs) redonkulous. Isn't
4: that, though?
1: That's redonkulous.
4: A hot dog candy cane. Mm -hmm. I mean, who could even uh, eat such a thing?
1: Oh. That's ridiculous. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. That's disgusting. (laughs)
4: They're just, you know, doesn't it just seem like marketing and uh, with all this food, like they're really reaching sometime. They're just reaching.
1: Some of the stuff that they come out with these days is as the uh, holidays approach us It's uh, really uh, kind of uh, crazy here. we got a call coming in real quick. uh, Let me just take this call real quick. Hi, good morning. You're on the radio. I would eat the hot dog candy cane on the air. Would you really? Yes, I would. Okay, so you've got to let me know when your next day that you're off that you can come in and we have a... I actually have something for you for Phil's taste test. Okay. It's going to be a good one.
7: All right, but I will try the hot dog candy cane. There's your answer. Can
26: we put a little bit
4: of ketchup and relish, maybe some mustard on it, too, for you? Oh, that
30: would be cool.
1: I'll try that. How about sandwich it between two of those hot chips?
23: (laughs) Why not? <laughs> wow, you're trying to clean me out, aren't
1: you? Yes, I am, for shizzle. <laughs> have a great day, Phil. Bye, guys. Bye-bye. Bye. Hey, that's a wrap for us. We're out of here, folks. Uh, we'll be back in about 21 hours from now. Remember, if you have good values on the inside, you won't look for validation on the outside.
4: Yeah, take care, and I guess we're going to see you in another 21 hours.
1: That's right, and for you, it's two sleeps and awaken. and you're out.
4: Yeah. Can't up, wait. Up to the the Ocala area.
1: Have a great time. <laughs> hey, we'll be back tomorrow morning, uh, 6 a.m., folks, right here, WS to you, Stuart Martin County's Heritage Station.